Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Give me a sack. Sack! Yes. (laughs) How about those friggin' pirates? It's a me, a man, a Garcia. Y'all are intimidating guys. I'm saying y'all are famous. Y'all are celebrity type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Tuesday Halloween edition of Pirate Radio Live. Biff Brock here in the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville. 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show and see what Chan and I look like. And later, Shirley will break out her 2023 Halloween costume. Uh, Biff Brock, Chan Gruden, Shirley Rhodes, Coach Mac joining us, hour number one in the Pirate Radio studios. And we'd love to have you join us on facebook live and youtube make sure you like subscribe and uh, be part of our chat gang here on a tuesday got a lot to get to a lot of guests to get to including coach mac mac mccarthy in our number one the mully man mike mullis joins us in hour two got a text from him over the weekend that said let's see was it football is dead to me or i hate football football is dead to me was his uh quote I guess after seeing the Packers lose on Sunday after another East Carolina loss. So we'll see how Mully's doing here on a Tuesday. Uh, Also, Will Bailey from ESPN Plus, a producer, East Carolina Athletics. Uh, We'll kind of get a behind the scenes and talk ECU Athletics with Will Bailey. He'll join us on the show today. We are expecting the return of Pirate Radio intern, who has the worst attendance all time for an intern ever, Danny Beal. Apparently, he's got this baseball thing he does to keep him away from Pirate Radio, but we are expecting DB, Danny Beal, to join us here on today's program, as well as Bryce Williams, who was hanging out Saturday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, the Celsius watch party, and the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. So we'll recap Bryce this Saturday. Go Pirate Radio Outdoors and talk more um a lot of uh a lot of commanders news today and uh here on this halloween their team died uh for this year they have traded away montez sweat and chase young sweat to the bears young to the 49ers so just a few years ago chase young nfl defensive rookie of the year playoffs and now he's not on the team anymore so uh hail to the commanders still just doing what they do all right um let me introduce to my right coach john gruden coach good to see you how we doing man uh i'm I'm doing great turn your mic on hey man well i know you're not great with technology and emails and things like that i'm a a football guy man i don't mess with technology speaking of which could you keep me out of your emails i don't i don't do emails anymore man all right i'm getting something strictly football maybe those are from jay group we're gonna talk football today right yeah we are we are with coach mac coach mac you know uh he's not a football guy i I don't know i think he is Uh, his picks say otherwise 
I'll say that. Coach Mack, do you know uh, Chon Gruden? Have you ever met him? I have not, but but I certainly have followed his uh, uh, attempts to get the Tennessee job many times. <laughs> yeah, man. I, Rocky Top, man. <laughs> Love Rocky Top. <laughs> they, got a good, they got a good quarterback there, man. Uh, Coach Mack, welcome in. How you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Busy, uh, busy sports week for me, and uh, and we're getting down to the nitty gritty on the college football playoff deal, and can't wait for the tonight. Isn't it fitting that uh, on Halloween night they're going to release this, and the spokesperson is, of course, Boo Corrigan. Ah, very fitting. Boo. Very fitting. Um. Coach Mack is preparing for the upcoming men's and women's college basketball season. How many games are you slated to do this year, Coach? Do you have the number? Uh, we're, uh, we're up to 25, but we've got another five or so in the hopper. Uh, so, uh, And that includes some radio here and there, too. But, uh, but yeah, I'll be in... Uh, Gosh, I'll be in Blacksburg more than anywhere else. Charlottesville. I'll be in. Uh, I'll be in Winston Salem, Chapel Hill, Durham, Raleigh, uh, Washington D.C. Uh, multiple multiple places. You are preparing for all that. You are following football. You're also going to NASCAR races. You were there over the weekend. Which is the most important part of all that. Uh, the last race at Martinsville for my guy, Kevin Harvick, who uh, was in contention for a while and made a few bad pit calls and uh, got stuck in traffic. But uh, a very interesting race. Not a real action field race. If you, were a, if you were a guy that just went for the wrecks, you were very disappointed. But they had a, had a huge crowd and a perfect day. And we had had great company with uh, Brian Medor and my wife and Br- Brad Coleman and uh, oh, Brad. and we uh, we solved a lot of problems <laughs> and probably created a few. I bet, I bet. Um, I don't know what happened in the race. I just saw people talking about Ryan Blaney in a good way. Did he win? Ryan Blaney did win and was uh, was was sort of dominant in the race. Uh, he got back in traffic one time on a series of different pit calls, but uh, he had the fastest car and went right back to the front eventually. February 2022, um, I asked our former intern and employee for a time, uh, CJ, who's a big NASCAR fan, now working down in Georgia with uh, NCAA March Madness social media, Turner Sports. Yeah, he's got a good gig. Uh, But I said, CJ, who's going to win the race today? And he said, Ryan Blaney. So I called my guy in Virginia, told him to put uh, 10 bucks on Blaney, and uh, Blaney did not win. But I noticed that night it still said pending bet. I had bet on Blaney to win the championship and not the the race. Oh, oh. But that was last year. So if I'd have done that this year, you might have had a chance. I'd have had a lot to watch out for on Sunday, right? Yes, you would have won four chance. Man, who who's in the uh, the four? Uh, Willie B, William Byron, uh, Christopher Bell, and um, Kyle, and Kyle Larson. Okay, there you go. There's the four. I did see two. Shirley might be more interested in this than anybody else in here, but so Bubba Wallace is doing some kind of crossover with Star Wars or something. Did you see that promo? He is. They have a bunch going on. You know, of course, he drives for, uh, you know, the the legend himself, Michael Jordan. Uh, But uh, Bubba's actually driven his best year ever. Hmm. Uh, He was even in contention for a little while yesterday with a really bad car. And now he'll have a freaking uh, spacecraft, apparently, coming up. So good luck to him. Yeah, he do, he's doing some Halloween-type stuff. 
it is halloween uh let me ask the room real quick uh has anybody seen a ghost in here starting with you coach mac you ever seen a ghost no no do you believe in ghosts no nah chandler how about you i don't think i ever have shirley you seen a ghost i've never seen a ghost but i've caught an evp i'm sorry to hear that did you get treatment for electronic voice phenomenon (laughs) okay so i have you down with evp you know me all right i haven't seen a ghost man but i tell you who has seen a ghost sam dartled man he's seen a plenty of ghosts man good good football (laughs) reference there coach and yes i do believe in ghosts um i saw one today and I i tweeted it out and nobody apparently nobody cares like i saw a ghost at the murphy center did you see my tweet shirley uh-uh. nobody's hey, even talking town bank about tower it. oh yeah town bank tower the town bank tower is haunted <laughs> i saw it out of the corner of my eye i took a picture of it there's a figure and nobody else could see it but me but there was a figure like on the floor above us and it, i'm just saying it's out there i think people are trying do you, do you know who it was a ghost of or is it just a ghost ghost it, it looked to be a caucasian figure could have been jeff confer oh my gosh yeah is that not creepy that could have been <laughs> yeah that would be weird because usually when you Cecil see a State. ghost it's because someone has passed on correct he's just dead to us i guess um that's fair um what i said cecil Staten. yeah i mean could, i don't know what it was who it was john thompson could have been a john thompson the ghost of john thompson i don't know man i don't know i don't know then coach mack i got home in time after another east carolina loss saturday to watch the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech take down North Carolina, and that was very entertaining. And two weeks ago, this team was thinking, hey, why not us for a championship? And now they're thinking uh, maybe we go to the Blue Bonnet Bowl or something. You know, I, you know, I kind of like Mike Brown. He's an old guy like me, and, you know, he's had a lot of success at a couple different schools. But goodness <laughs> gracious, I mean, we, we said the thing last year, doing less with more. You know, it seems like, I mean, how can the defense be that bad, Gene Chizik? I know. I thought this year they had turned that part around. In fact, that, that's what I remember. Great against South Carolina. Week one, I said that's the biggest revelation of of every, of anything. Uh, North Carolina has a defense this year. It was fool's gold. Wrong. Wrong. Uh, also from this week, uh, Shirley, I, I saved a clip earlier. Uh, boy, Clemson. I guess we'll start with the ACC here. Clemson falls again, this time to NC State. I've got audio of Steve Smith on College Game Day and Dave Doran, Dave Doran's response to Steve Smith after NC State beat Clemson. Look, Clemson has been struggling. They're not the the Clemson we've loved over the years. But NC State, unfortunately, they're waiting for basketball to start. Yeah, (laughs) you're right. You're right. Uh, Tell Steve Smith in the studio, this ain't a basketball school. He can kiss my ass. Was that playful banner? I couldn't tell. No. <laughs> huh? Does he really want some of Smitty? I do. I love trash talk like that, though. Well, it, well, it really wasn't. It was a you know off the cuff comment. It didn't say it was a basketball school. It, you know, it really wasn't all that bad. And he also didn't get on the guy who agreed with him. Uh, Herbie, yeah. Yeah, is that who... Is yeah, that who that Herbie was? was saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he didn't get on him. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, the, the coaches are getting frustrated, and we have new evidence of it every single week. We do. 
Um, and and it, it's the total result of NIL, portal, no days off, uh, and everything they say and do being scrutinized, and some of them are snapping. Yes, sir. Snapping turtles out there. Paige said, I wouldn't mess with Steve Smith. I agree, but I do like – I think that's like a – rally the fan base type of thing oh like, yeah you tell them coach yeah and they and uh who do they have this week they've got a big game this week right uh they have uh the u i want to say i don't know i could just look it up yeah Tra- i know i think it is trayvon miles who is a sports anchor and reporter for abc 11 um he was at the uh, panthers game on sunday and steve smith was there um actually working for nfl films he had a camera but also there to honor uh, Julius Peppers and Musa Muhammad. He tweeted out the other day and said that Steve Smith told him that he and Dave Dorn have already talked and said that Dorn invited him to watch a game from the NC State sideline. And he said, so be on the lookout for that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing. It's, I mean, it's fun. That it's Dorn fun. snaps, uh, certainly Biff <coughs> down in Charlotte, he snapped. And he even used a term you use with me all the time, do your damn job. I know you tell me that all the time. The uh, And uh, and then Dabo, definitely, he went on a snap rant. It was like five, six minutes. I don't want to play the whole thing, but I want to play part of it. Shirley, I sent you that video. Can you play that, please? Dabo. I guess this is like his, uh, what, coach's show? It is. And and before we before we trash him... I'm not trashing him. No, no, no. I, I, I just say, you know, I know the, the way things are trending, but somebody's going to say something. But I, I'm just saying, he still takes calls. Okay. How many coaches even do that anymore? They don't do it here. Yes. They don't do it many places. At a lot of places, yeah. All right, let's hear Dabba. Tyler. Hey, Tyler, I've, I've listened this to Tyler. enough of you, Tyler. Listen, uh, you, can, you can have all your opinions that you want, all right? I don't know how old you are. Don't really care, all right? But let me tell you something. Uh, we won 11 games last year, and you're part of the problem, to be honest with you, because that is part of the problem. It's people like you that do that all you do is ex- the appreciation – the expectation is greater than the appreciation, mm. and that's the problem. And so, you know, we've won 12 10-plus win year, seasons in a row. That's happened three times in 150 years. So if you want to know why, Clemson ain't sniff a national championship for 35 years. We've won two in seven years. And there's only two other teams that can say that, Georgia and Alabama. Okay? Is this a bad year? Is this a – Yeah. And it's my responsibility. Take 100% responsibility for it. But all this bull crap you're thinking, all these narratives you read, listen, man, you can have your opinion all you want. And you can apply for the job. And good luck to you. All right? But to answer your question, all right, we're second in draft picks. We've graduated 98% of our guys. We're second in wins. All right? We, we, if you, you want to know why, again, I'm telling you, we're not perfect. There's a lot of teams that, you know, Frank Howard never had a bad year. Coach Ford never had a bad year. Nobody's Coach K has never had a bad year in basketball. People have a bad year. But the part of the problem is the appreciation. I used to tell people all the time, I'd say, what's the difference in Clemson? I'm going to tell you. At, Cle- at some places there's an expectation, but at Clemson there's an appreciation. He goes on from that. You can hear it. Uh, it is everywhere on social media. Um he's not wrong he, he's not wrong about almost everything he said he, he was wrong about one thing 
Port Tyler is not part of any problem. <laughs> Their problem is they're not winning football games, and Tyler has nothing to do with that. But but his his you know deal with but all fan bases are like this. All of them you know have more expectations than they do appreciation. That's that's the uh, that's the you know the common trait of fan bases. Period. But uh, but Tyler's not part of any problem. The problem is they're not winning games, and uh, and Tyler has nothing to do with it. But yeah, he he did speak out uh, and you know and call him out, and and that was fine. And you you take calls and you make calls and you uh, you get what you uh, deserve. We have a Tyler. I jumped on him yesterday in the chat. Mike P says, was Tyler, who's usually in this chat, the same Tyler that called Dabo? <laughs> and uh, Tyler actually responded and said, yeah, I'm everywhere. <laughs> uh, chat gang is checking in. Pike uh, has liked the stream. He said, nice costume clip. Coach Max should have worn a fast food uniform. That would have been great That's if you were a fast food worker. Yes, yes, at a drive through And you... Uh, yeah, uh, it may come to that. You could see it from their perspective, Coach. You ever think about their perspective? <laughs> Got to see it from both sides. There's more expectation than appreciation <laughs> for fast food workers. That is correct, <laughs> and for drive-through workers. Ah, uh, let's see. Chuck says Ailers could start for the Commanders. It's not true, Chuck. Sam Howell's not. Sam Howell, like Tyler, is not part of the problem. We got problems. We got a Ron Rivera problem. I'm sorry. Maybe my appreciation doesn't match the dedication. Are you, are you getting rid of Ron Rivera? Yeah. You would You would if you yeah. were the new owner? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Ron Rivera. I, I said it this weekend. I wish he was my uncle. I wish he was my neighbor. I, I would love to know him personally. Great man. Does so many good things. And I'm ready for him to go do something else. Wow. I would like him to be in the organization in another capacity just an ambassador because he is such a great guy i love hearing him talk what has uh, has he failed at in washington on sunday he failed at throwing a challenge flag right in front of the bench while everybody's going nuts on a fourth down play and the ball clearly hit the ground in the past he's there's been a lot of challenge situations and we don't have timeouts at the end of games last year he started Carson Wentz in a must win game against the Browns and Wentz threw three interceptions and after the game Rivera was asked about the playoffs and and the records and he didn't realize what even the chase was he didn't know that they needed to win that game for the playoffs there's that crap. There's a comment, which I probably am overblowing, but he said this year, guy, if I knew Sam Howe was this good, I would have played him more last year. How do you not know he's good? He's on your damn team. So things have piled up, Coach. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> we have struck a nerve. We have struck a nerve. Any more questions? Does Cy Seymour, the most positive guy in sports, does he ready for Rivera to be gone? I'm going to text him and ask him right now and see okay. if he answers. <laughs> he's a huge Commanders fan. Uh, if he says yes, you know exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. He is the voice of reason. You, I've heard you fire a lot of coaches, but, but I haven't heard <laughs> I haven't heard Cy fire many coaches. Uh, I'm going to ask him if he if if he's the owner. Uh, do you fire Ron? And Rivera? tell him we've got to know for the show. <laughs> I wonder if I call him. I, should I call him? He 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 isn't scared. Let's see if he'll answer. Uh, I'll tell him we got Coach Mack here. He'll give me a little credibility. Let's see if he answers. We want to see. Would Cy Seymour fire Ron Rivera right now? Let's see if he answers. 
He's a busy man. He's probably got something going on. Probably blocked your call. <laughs> Hello? Si. Hey. Hey, buddy. Hey, you're live on the air. I got Coach Mac with me, and we were having a discussion. <laughs> and Si, Coach Mac, like everybody said, you are the voice of reason. And and Coach, Coach Mac, do you want to explain this? or Si, we've been having a conversation. We've been having a conversation about uh, Ron Rivera and the commanders, and and Clip already fired him. But I I want somebody who's very positive, but a true Commanders fan. Tell me, do you want to get rid of this guy, or is he okay with you? He's okay with me. Well, listen, here's the deal: you got to give everybody time to get this situation straight. I wouldn't get rid of him yet. I just wouldn't. Come on, Sai. Tag uh, on, Sai. That is How a great need, answer, Sai. Si. That's a great answer. I'm glad. Sai. <laughs> si. All right, fine. You know what? If Sai likes him, now I like him. Now you can keep arguing. Sai, <laughs> si, we'll get you on to talk some hoops soon, man. Thank you. Okay. Take care. See you later. See you, buddy. Bye-bye. All right. Dag, darn it. I should have known. I should have never made that call. You suckered me in again, Mac. <laughs> I didn't pick up the phone. You got me again. We've got witnesses. I did not touch your phone. (laughs) Let's take a break. Reset. Good segment. Good segment. Should have never called Cy. Of course he's not going to fire Rivera. What was I thinking? (laughs) Ah, Happy Halloween to you folks out there. When we return, Coach Mack red hot with the top 10 and top 25 picks. He's won four in a row. And you said this week, Coach, there are a lot of options out there. Yeah, too many. A lot of landmines out there, perhaps, as well. Uh, We will pick those. We will update our how many legit teams can win a college football championship this year. I've got a Pac-12 take, Coach. We kind of talked about it before. We didn't. I got a take I want to get your opinion on. Well, I've got the college football playoff top 10 that they're going to have tonight. I know what order they're going to be in. You know the order. Okay. We'll uh, dive into all that. And if you got questions, you can get them in for Coach Matt McCarthy, Coach Chon Gruden, and uh, or Biff. We got your answers. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Excuse me? Oh, Biff. Sorry. Thank you, Charlie. John Gruden to Shirley's right. What's up, Coach? How's it going, man? Just checking my emails, man. So you hope you don't mind. Whoa! Oh, I, oh. I knew you were still emailing. I wasn't people. supposed to say that, was I, man? Uh, 
You gonna get back into coaching? I'm trying to, man. Where are you? You don't do anything these I'm days. I'm at the house, man. You got canceled. I'm at the house. Yeah. Yep. What's Jay doing? Burning through cigarettes? I think he's trying to uh, get back with the commanders, man. <laughs> yeah, it could be an opening. He's but upset not, about the Chase Young trade. Not if Cy Seymour has anything to say about it. Cy is holding on to Coach Rivera. Uh, Coach Mac McCarthy joining us. Uh, how about I, I got a score on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck? Dub Buck, man. According to Jamie Shaw, who is the senior national recruiting analyst, if you put senior in front of your name, I think I'm, I'm going to be the senior sports director at Pirate Radio. Uh, he's with On Three Sports. He says East Carolina beats Providence. Get close to your speakers. In a secret scrimmage, 82 to 77 in overtime. Top secret. A secret scrimmage. Nobody say anything. Ezra, 26 and 7 with three steals. Brandon Johnson, 13 and 10. RJ Felton, 10 points. If true, I'll take that. And I was going to make a a punny Ed Cooley tweet, and then I was reminded that he doesn't coach there anymore. He went to, he went to Georgetown. Georgetown. Yeah. Coach, I uh, used to have these. Why? Why? Are, and some of these scrimmages aren't secret anymore. They're starting to have people. Yeah, I don't or, know what the rule is because yeah. the, I don't think the rules have changed. I think people have just you know leaked information. And uh, I mean, Louisville played. Of course, maybe that was because it was an exhibition. They played uh, on TV. They're they're and lost, right? Yeah, and lost to whatever <laughs> Kentucky Wesleyan or whoever it was. But there have been a bunch of those kind of things. You know, this team lost, that team lost. But you don't know what the coaches are doing during those games you know are they are they experimenting are they playing different lineups are they not playing their starters you you don't know those things mean less than anything that you can think about why would you say that coach except the the uh us, be, us beating problems <laughs> <laughs> so how do these get set up did you call other coaches and yeah, set them up? yeah and generally it's a friend uh yeah. you know and sometimes uh you know back in the day regionality mattered uh you you, you didn't want to travel very far or if at all uh but yeah and you and you generally wanted to play against the style of play that you wanted to that you might face during the regular season something different than what you do uh mm-hmm. for instance uh you know uh, i don't know somebody up tempo you you know like virginia you wouldn't want to play you know somebody that just you know ran and pressed all the time because that's you know or maybe you would because you don't see that every day in practice so uh again it just depends on what the coaches want to do and some of them play regular games some of them play more than more than two halves some play uh you know a quarter of zone and a quarter of you know special oh, okay. situations yeah, or okay. a quarter of pressing uh those kind of things <coughs> or or just all special situations two minute games there there are a lot of different formats you can use and you're right it doesn't matter but it is, it's got to be nice to play somebody with a different jersey and stop beating on yourself you know what i mean like just to oh 100 this is the, the the dog days right now yeah. they are tired of beating on each other yeah. uh five on five but even point guards against point guards and centers against centers they need they want to see a fresh face on the other side tyler went to the wake forest florida state game on saturday he said at the game they were promoting wake versus alabama scrimmage on sunday so yeah i don't, I don't yeah and that was a that was a separate deal because that was a fundraiser okay that was a fundraiser so uh, they wanted people based on uh, you know of course coach forbes wife had a stroke um and you know they they did a special thing to raise money for um i i know it was stroke victims but i don't know if it was a more specific than that gotcha uh randolph in the chat said good afternoon chandler clip and shirley rose afternoon coach mac hit those likes thank you randolph appreciate that um 
Coach Mac, we got some questions for you. We'll get to those. But I do want to hit this because you have your top 10 that is going to be revealed tonight on ESPN uh, as the college football playoff rankings come out for the first time. John Moody says there needs to be something on the line if Coach Mac doesn't have the correct top 10. Wow. Yeah, hitting ten for ten would be something else. Uh, you said you, know, you had the top ten. Well, I you do. said you got the top ten. You didn't I do. necessarily I, say I, I, that. I, that I think they will have. Okay. Uh, I don't know that it would be my top ten, but uh, but uh, but I'll give it to you and tell you the uh, rationale if you're interested. Let's hear. It. Number one, Ohio State, more quality wins than anybody else. You I don't think, think they would. Leapfrog? I don't even. I don't even think that's even a question. Okay. That's not even a question because they have knocked off who. Uh, at Notre Dame and Penn State, okay. uh, at Wisconsin, um, All right, you know, fair enough. Uh, at the time Maryland was ranked uh, when they played them too, uh, but more quality wins, uh, even though they haven't looked the same on offense as normal Ohio State teams do, but they they have more quality wins. Okay, Georgia S- second with no quality wins is Georgia. No, I was going to ask you, do they have a quality win? Uh, they don't have a quality win, uh, but uh, they they have been solid and uh, and they got to get grandfathered in. It I would have had Florida State in this position, but Florida. State's wins last week took a beating with Clemson losing and Duke losing. Um, so, I, so I so I dropped them down to the third spot. I had Florida State ahead of Georgia because of that, and of course Florida State's win against LSU. They could still they could still put Florida State up there at number two. I'm going to just say that 51-13 over Kentucky and 43-20 against Florida are quality wins. Mm. You're going to disagree. They're teams you you were favored, um, you know, by right. significant margin, margins, enough. and you won by significant margins. But if you do that, then then Michigan would be in the mix too, and I have them in the fourth spot after FSU. Okay, and then the last undefeated team, Washington. Uh, they their defense is just so bad. You know, they've got a great win over Oregon, who I think is really good, but um, but they have really struggled uh, on the defensive side and uh, and past the Oregon game, they don't have a quality win either so uh i've got uh ohio state georgia fsu michigan and washington in the first five and then the first team with the loss i've got is oregon uh their win at utah was really impressive uh, losing it just in the last seconds at washington was impressive uh i've got them at six i've got alabama back at seven and this is where it gets a little crazy because texas beat alabama but i've got texas at eight behind alabama because alabama has played better since uh uh, they played Texas, and of course Texas lost to Oklahoma, and I have Texas above Oklahoma because Oklahoma's lost to Kansas, uh, which we called on the show last week. And then finally, I've got Mississippi. Now, you asked how many teams could win. I think all 10 of them could make the college football playoff. I don't know if they all could win, but I think there are four more that are in contention for the playoff, and that includes Missouri, Penn State, and Louisville, all with one loss and with enough opportunities to move up, and the only two loss team that I've got with a chance because they have the opportunity to play people that could put them in contention is LSU. LSU Tigers. Um, wow. I thought this was going to be a bit of a hot take, but it's, who's the odds on favor to win the Pac-12 right now, Coach? Uh, you know, I, Washington's undefeated, but if I'm having to bet my money, it's Oregon. And Oregon is a slight favorite ahead of Washington. That was going to be my take, and I was looking at their schedule remaining. They got Cal, they got USC, Arizona State, and then Oregon State. That should be a fun one to wrap it up. But 
I like them to to get through those four. And will it be a rematch? Yes. Do in, they have divisions in Vegas? Or? In okay. Vegas. No, they don't have divisions anymore. Okay, so it'll be a rematch, and they played an epic one the first time around. I like Oregon right now more uh, as a playoff team than Washington. I think because yes. Washington, I, I will push back a little bit. Washington, yeah, giving up thirty three to Stanford's not good, but other than that they gave up 33 to oregon they gave up 32 to california but they scored 59 like they have not been terrible defensively in other games statistically they have scoring defense uh they're ahead of usc but okay uh, but other than that uh statistically they're almost identical to usc and we both know how bad that is and they play each other what's that total this week let me look that up real quick can we get into the uh 70s it should be oh it should be Let's see, Washington and USC. Oh my goodness, seventy six. Yeah, I was say that was 76. easy. That was easy. All right, so you give all of those teams you mentioned a shot. So, who out of your, who in that bottom half, do you think the four you have right now will make it to the playoff? Let me ask you that first. Ohio State, Georgia, Florida State, and who's your number four? Michigan. Michigan, yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Although, but but you know, hey, we've seen so much chaos, and this week we've got games. We've got a bunch of games that could turn this thing upside down. What do you do? One loss, Michigan, Ohio State versus one loss, Oregon. You give it to the Big Ten. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I don't. It depends on how those games go. But if Oregon runs the table and beats Washington in the rematch, yeah, that's ooh, what I'm saying. Yeah, it could be. It could be the the team that doesn't make the championship game in the Big Ten could be out. Florida State. You think they make it unscathed? Well, they should, but they've had some close calls that they shouldn't have too. BC and, was one. Yeah. What's the uh, another? Clemson was. Clemson, they barely win, although that was Clemson's best effort of the season. Uh, and speaking of Clemson, you know, with the, between the phone call and the uh, the appreciation and the expectations, uh, if they go four and five, uh, that, a bunch more than Tyler might be calling in. <laughs> but uh, but I think Clemson shocks the world this weekend. Coach Max in a great spot right now because his preseason team was Louisville. They laid an egg against who a couple weeks ago pit pit oh man what a gross loss uh, that is gross but they are seven and one four and one um so if they make it to the acc championship coach mack can say remember when we had that discussion about non-top 25 teams gonna be good i think i've and already i think i've already got bragging rights on that even if they even if they fail down the stretch and if they do fail down the stretch you know florida state might be playing in the championship game that that logo on your chest on your uh shoulder <laughs> well, the odds are not good for virginia that. tech's three but, and one boy, what they turned the, things around what happened there uh they started tackling okay that helps that really helps just like biff biff said tackle and block do your damn job the problem is i mean it's a good problem if virginia tech wins this week against louisville they are favored in their last three games <laughs> they could actually do this they really could they got bc state and virginia yeah wow what a turnaround. and they could lose all four of those oh two. sure yeah <laughs> very volatile but that's uh the acc they got rid of the coastal and atlantic and it doesn't matter it's still crazy yeah uh, one uh still to see. got chaos yeah that they do georgia tech has two losses right now they were really fun the other night so like i mean louisville's in the driver's seat clearly let's see who they got left let's say they beat the Hokies. at miami is their big game 
I don't know. Does Miami care anymore? Yeah, I think they do. And Miami could still make it. They'll lose the state this week, probably. They could. They very well could. Who the hell? Door. Aren't they a basketball school? <laughs> that's what uh, Kevin some, Keats said. That that's what somebody said. Um, so you got two lost Tech. North Carolina uh, has lost a couple in a row. Duke, man, Duke. If Riley Leonard wouldn't have got hurt against Florida State, they were they were winning that game when that happened. You got a slew of two lost teams, Boston College and State as well. So yeah. still a lot to be determined there in the ACC. All right. Um, CL says, looking good, Clip slash Biff. Thank you. Purple Gold says, Biff with the Chuck Amato glasses, a blend of two legends. I wish I had his chest. Chuck the Chuck. Chuck the chest. You do, don't you? And his bright red shoes. I don't know if he had the moves I have. He's got a ch- more of a chest <laughs> than the man boobs going. Uh, Ray says... Show, show has gone off the rails. Coach Mack going to Virginia Tech basketball uh, all this year. Well, I mean, he'll be calling a lot of games. So. Yes, I will. Um, you ever go to an ECU game, Coach? Uh, I've been a while. Yeah, no, I'm not here. Yeah, I know. You're everywhere. You're all, all around. I guess we'll be... Uh, hopefully, we'll get I you... I used to do some games. I did, yeah. I did men's and women's games here for a while, but uh, uh, they've got uh, they've got Cy and mike perry they got a bunch of good folks doing their games got to get up with Cy and uh our first chat with coach perry this season um try to get him on for next week i like talking hoops with coach perry he's a good man very and, very knowledgeable and as uh the late great jeff charles uh told me was a heck of a ball player yeah, all-time leading scorer right at, at richmond. richmond yeah with the spiders yeah uh, a storied program we'll get uh coach perry on uh one of the most successful interim coaches in ecu history yeah. every time he needed to pop in the pirates would seem to win a big game so uh we'll check in with him all right let's take a break when we return uh more with coach mac we got a few questions from the chat gang and we'll have more for you on pirate radio live we got to make our top 10 and top 25 picks what top 10 team will lose this week what top 25 team will lose we'll tell you Coach McElty, he's won four in a row. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, on a Halloween Tuesday after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Caleb Stroud of Stroud's Marine grew up on the water and has loved boating his entire life. And that's why in 2012, he decided to give back to the marine community by creating a way for boaters to order pre-owned salvaged marine parts online. Stroud Marine was born to offer incredible prices and unparalleled customer service. Their mission, uh, mission rather, is to save you money and get you back on the water as quickly as possible. Visit StroudsMarine.com today for more information. Strouds Marine, your best source for salvaged outboard parts. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Biff Rock. Hi, thank you very much, Shirley Rhodes. Got John Gruden here. Got Coach Mac, Mac McCarthy in the house. Eric on YouTube said, Yesterday's show was filled with Chandler puns and workplace threats of violence 
and I'm here to say I thoroughly enjoyed it. We did have a fun one yesterday. And Joey didn't beat me up after the show, so that's good. Uh, Coach Mac, we're going to do our top 10 and top 25 picks. And last week, to get a quick recap, I went way too bold, and I had Florida beating Georgia. Florida was up 7 nothing, and it went downhill quickly after that. And I did have late night Arizona beating Oregon State, and I watched that game after the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. And I love Arizona, and I'd love to go back to that well this week, but they've already pulled two top 25 upsets in a row. They got another top 25 team this week, so we'll see. Chandler, you had Utah beating Oregon. Kind of tried to talk you out of that one after Utah had just beaten USC. Talk about levels and stuff. How, How Oregon played Utah compared to how USC played them. And Oregon just beat them down, Coach. It was pretty impressive. It was really impressive, especially because it was at Salt Lake City. Where they don't lose, right? They don't they lose many don't games lose there. They don't lose and certainly came in with a lot of confidence. Uh, but uh, but no. Chandler, you did have Louisville beating Duke. And I was nervous about that one for you. But uh, Louisville beat them uh, rather easily. So one in one week for you, one in one week for me, Coach Mack. The old 2-0 had the Jayhawks knocking off Oklahoma. Just should have gone with that. And then uh, we went together in the Arizona-Oregon State uh, game. So, Coach Mack now 11-7 and uh, in these standings. I am 9-9, nine and nine, and Chandler sitting at 8-10 and 10 as we head in to Week 10. And Coach Mack said it. There are a lot of games to choose from this week. Let's start with uh, top 25, Coach uh, Gruden. Who are you taking? Uh, I'm going to go with the easy one, man. I need a win here, man. I'm going to go with uh, Quinn Ewers at Texas, and I'm going to go be, have them beat Kansas State. Is Quinn Ewers playing? Not at all. Well, all that's right. why I said his name. I was testing the waters, man, making sure y'all were on your toes. <laughs> Okay. But I'm still going with the Longhorns. All right. You're going to say the Longhorns beat Kansas State. Coach Mack, I said, how about that line? Texas yeah, minus a, four. And the reason that line is, is like it is is because Kansas State is good and yours is not playing. Uh, good pick, Coach. Does that mean Art Manning's playing? Nope. No. I, I know you were in San Antonio last week and you missed uh, some stuff. But, I, yeah, uh, yours was out last week. Different quarterback played. I'm still going Texas. I know you are because I've written it down. You can't take it back now. Uh, yeah, I can. Erase it. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Coach Mack, top 25. Who's going down? Uh, I th- you know, there, there are a bunch of good choices, but I'm going to – I'm gonna, I don't think Missouri has any chance. All right. This would be a what I like to call a quality win. Yes, for it Georgia. would be for Georgia. <laughs> yeah, they've got some chances down the stretch with uh, Georgia Tech playing better, but at Tennessee and uh, and certainly this game, and then they've got Ole Miss, uh, who I think will be in the top ten tonight in the college football playoff rankings. Scott is playing the at home version. He says Penn State loses at Maryland this week. No chance. Penn State messed around with Indiana last week. They did, and Maryland messed around with Northwestern. <laughs> All right, fair enough. No chance, says Mac McMahon. <laughs> You're not a wrestling guy, are you? No. That was Vince McMahon's theme. No, no chance. <laughs> Matt McMahon is the head coach at LSU men's basketball. So, Whatever happened to um, FBI coach at LSU? 
Will, Will Wade. Wade. Where he, is he? He is the coach at McNeese State, and their opening game this year, ironically, is at VCU, which will be very interesting. Because he's an old VCU guy. Yes, he is. All right, there you go. He's a VCU guy. As a matter of fact, he's coached two of the places that I coached. He coached it uh, also at Chattanooga. All right, so his future will include a stop here to Greenville. Yeah, that's no question. It. He's headed here. <laughs> he is following in the Coach Mac footsteps. All right, uh, my top 25. Oh, I'd love to go with Arizona again. You should. Hey, Arizona fans, let's, they, they kept talking about that rowdy student section. It was okay, but let's get some butts in seats for these games man your team's playing great they're five and three they pulled two top 25 wins in a row i'm not going to go with them coach i'm going down to hot atlanta at center park stadium where georgia state will finally be the first team to beat james madison this year Good give me pick. georgia state over jmu james madison is eight no 23rd in the country and i'm going to say they lose their first game coming up on saturday all right top 10 coach chan gruden who you got uh he's a man he was 40 at one point of his life uh i'm going to oklahoma state you like going with the uh the cowboys yes this will be my second or third time and they uh they upset somebody earlier this year. I picked them over to upset somebody, and they got the win. So hopefully they can do it again this weekend. Oklahoma State's played eight games, Coach. What's their record this year? Six and two. Six and two. And they uh, and they lost badly to South Alabama and lost badly to Iowa State when they were playing poorly. By the way, they've got a running back who has run for over 500 yards in the last two games my word uh they have been putting it on teams they've got the sooners coming up and the final bedlam perhaps and chandler says that's going to be wild oklahoma that's going to be wild if you can only watch one game that might be the game to watch well you're not talking to me coach because you'll be watching the commanders i'll be watching ecu and tulane on at the same time um, I think another good pick this week, and I hate to say it, Chandler, because I like them, and you picked them, and Coach Mack picked them. Uh, Kansas losing to at Iowa State this week. Put that on your radars. Iowa State a favorite in this game, by the way. But there you go, home favorite. Saturday night, Coach Mack looking perplexed. I'm extremely perplexed. <laughs> All perplexed. right, who is your top ten team to lose, Coach Mack? Alabama. You're doing it. I'm doing it. I don't think Alabama can score enough points to beat LSU. LSU is going to score. I'm worried that Alabama finds their offensive explosiveness. They might because LSU, LSU hasn't stopped anybody all year. You you might be right. That's where I that's where I was going to. I'm going to put some faith in uh, LSU to. Oh man, this will be fun too. When is this? This is seven forty-five. Be watching this one on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. Uh, I too am going to take LSU to beat the Tide. All right, the picks are in for this Saturday. A couple of questions uh, for you, Coach Mac. Uh, Alex says the record in Oklahoma Oklahoma State uh, series is crazy. Not much of a rivalry. 
Alex, I've got to ask these questions to Coach Matt. Could you tell us the numbers on that, please? No, but I, I think Oklahoma at one time had won 16 in a row. Mm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you're right. It, it hasn't been, but they've been wild games, crazy games, and some and occasional big upset. Uh, but I, I think the fact that this is the last one, I, I really like Chandler's pick. That, or, or Gruden's pick, whoever the hell is picking. <laughs> you're right too, though. That place is going to be a madhouse. They are going to be just few. Like this is the last game. Oklahoma's leaving. Like there's going to be a lot of animosity, a lot of tension in that state. They better have a good officiating crew at this game. Oh man, yeah. All right, questions from Jamie. Uh, he said, heard on the TO interview, he mentioned how recruiting was harder in the 80s, 90s than today. Can Coach elaborate on that? Seems like more competition today. Yeah, I, I don't know that, uh, you know, you know I, I think it's harder now because of the, all the different things with NIL and social media and, and all that kind of thing. There's always been a pecking order, and there still is a pecking order, even with even with whether that you're talking about cheating in the 80s or NIL today. Uh, <coughs> you still have to recruit. Even, you know, if somebody is taking money, if somebody wants money, uh, they don't open a uh, – it's not like a contractor's bid you don't open it up and take the highest bid you you still have to go through the recruiting process and and because you go through the recruiting process there's still a pecking order out there alabama is always going to beat chattanooga on a player that's just the way it's going to be and um and on down the line by the way uh coach mac one-on-one with to coming up six o'clock on pirate radio if you have not downloaded it yet or heard it yet you can hear it coming up at six uh, he says uh, also tony bennett said he isn't sure all these expanded conferences are going to send new teams to conference tournaments in basketball including the acc does coach agree well, so he's be, saying there will be like you, you criteria to make it just to your conference tournament. Is that yeah. what he's saying? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And there and there have been leagues in the past that don't take all oh, the yeah. teams. I'm aware. Um, ECU and, has missed out on some back in the day. And then there are some that uh, that play home courts for the first couple rounds, and then and then come together. Um, I, I just hate the realignment stuff, but uh, but it's it's part of it. Uh, I see next year's. I saw the the schedules come. Uh, uh, for next year, I think they did the first next seven years in the ACC football schedules. Uh, and interestingly enough, the three schools that voted against expansion in those seven years don't make one trip to the West Coast. I'm sure that was uh, a coincidence, right? Ah, a little backdoor dealing stuff going on. Interesting. Uh, John, Coach John. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, according to Alex, have played 117 times. There have <laughs> been seven ties. How many games has Oklahoma won? Uh, At a 110. I'm going to say 45. All right. Clearly, you do not understand what we're doing here. Uh, 91 would be the Whoa. amount of times Oklahoma has won. So you were saying Oklahoma State has won the series. I thought you said Oklahoma State. If I did, I meant, I think I said Oklahoma. Oh, I thought you said Oklahoma State. But yeah, it is uh, certainly one-sided. Coach Mack, thank you for hanging out with us on a Halloween Tuesday. Who wins uh, the NASCAR championship on Sunday? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, Blaney comes in hot. Larson's the best driver. Uh, so, William Byron.
there you go. <laughs> I love your reasoning there. Uh, thank you, Coach. Enjoy it, man. We'll see you thank next you, week. guys. Let's take a break. We'll come back. The Mully Man will join us here on the show. Also, Will Bailey from ECU Athletics, the ESPN Plus side of things. Um, Shirley, did we have a, a soccer match earlier today? I forgot to look at that. Uh, yes, we did. The last I checked, they were at halftime and down 3 nothing. So yeah, I don't man. know what the score is. Really? Yeah. That's a bummer. Let me Pirates see if lose. It... Oh, that was last week. They lost 3-1. to one. Uh, All right. We'll see if we can get an update on that. Uh, and have more for you. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Sidebar and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard? Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and is now part of a, the DriveHereNow.com network. DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything to you. And Greenville Auto World is now the fifth dealership to join DriveHereNow.com. Get car shopping today and choose a location near you. DriveHereNow.com, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and a proud supporter of the Pirates. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagles Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back Bib. with whatever your name is <laughs> thank you sure appreciate that coach john gruden here and mike mullis joining us inside the pirate radio studios how we doing mully good good how are y'all good yeah having fun on a halloween yeah or trying to anyway. no it is yeah it's festive you don't strike me as a halloween lover sure we've already carved pumpkins today and had to you know kids got out early so yeah yeah i, I, I didn't know the kids got out early to my uh yeah. wife texted me yep we got plenty of candy to pass out. Probably have like a whole, like two or three people come by, but but we're ready. A lot of leftover candy for the boys. They'll be happy and about they'll that. They'll eat it. They'll they will eat that. it. When's the last time you dressed up for Halloween? Oh, it's been a while. When my kids it's were younger, you know, when we would go trick-or-treat, but it was always the go-to, like, coach. You know, like a pair of uni pants and a BP top. And Really? Okay, when's the last time you were a non-baseball player? Give me something from your... But I, I, I I mean I don't know you can, I can lie to you I, I was twelve I have no idea I really it's not I, see I've never been one that I, I don't like the makeup on my face kind of thing it makes it just it feels weird to me okay. uh, so that kind of cuts out how you know how far off the deep end you can go and I, it's just not not been a big uh, not a big you know not a big thing right. I enjoy the the pa- I look I love seeing the kids come up pass out candy I've always uh, enjoyed that it used to be a little more into the you know have the scary music playing outside and kind of you know not try to scare them but you know have you know a little little ambiance there but a little ambiance john you going out tonight uh, i don't know 
But I might just so people don't come. I mean, if I stay home, I'm going to have to shut everything off. I don't want nobody coming by my house. Huh. I tell you what, you were not really committed to your Gruden stuff. Like, I was even listening earlier. Like, he even called you. Did you say John or John? John. Okay, because I thought you said John, and I thought he was giving you a chance to hit him with the Gruden. Which, you, you know, you well, don't I have to. a couple thumbs today, man. You just must have not listened to the No, whole I did. Show, I, I even heard you talking to Coach Mike a little bit, and you were, you were, and that was after the really good call on Texas with yours. And then you, and then you, you came, you came totally out of character very quickly. You went from Gruden to yeah, I didn't realize you was one playing, and then you, you became. I was keeping them on their toes, man. That's what I used to do with my players all the time. Became Sean. Uh, Final from wherever the hell they played. Charlotte five, East Carolina zero. Uh, Women's soccer season comes to an end. And really good season, but. Uh, really bad result as they lost to Charlotte the last two games of the season by a combined eight to one, which uh, led the question in the chat by Tyler: Does Charlotte own us now? Are we their little brother? No, but until otherwise, it's it's it feels that way. I mean, they beat us in football, which is worth like a uh, hundred different sports uh, meetings between the two schools. I'm going to say Charlotte does own us, and we have to do something about it. On the basketball court, on the diamond, whatever, the little diamond. Because right now, Biff has bragging rights, and they just kicked our soccer team's butt twice. So you don't know, not sure where they played? I mean, was it a conference tournament or? Yeah. Uh, it was at Lakewood Ranch, Florida. Okay. All right. Probably the, a little better weather there than here. At the Premier Sports Complex. Okay. Down at Lakewood Ranch. Uh, so Gary Higgins, good season, but a rough ending to that season. And yeah, I'm about ready to beat Charlotte in something, guys. Not gonna lie to you. Tyler wants a baseball update. I, I'll I'll give you an update. We got Danny Beal making his first appearance in like two months, maybe later today. Maybe. Well, he ain't here yet. He told me. I, we'll see. Yeah. Right. Um, also, earlier today at two o'clock. I interviewed Jacob Jenkins Coward and Wyatt Lunsford Shinkman. We'll have uh, that interview coming your way tomorrow on Pirate Radio Live. Caught up with those guys. Uh, Wyatt about to go live for the first time all fall this weekend, Molly. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I got out and was able to watch it play a little bit Friday and Sunday and, you know, <laughs> progress. What was the. What was the laugh? For? Yeah. Eric's got a stupid question for you. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, you, you know, already seeing progress and, um, you know, yeah, I, I think it, progress it, in teams get better. I mean, a, a B's were better, yeah. you know, a little more competitive. Uh, but now Sunday saw some of the younger arms, uh, and the, you know, it's so funny, man, you got to watch a guy throw. And I mean, and we, we've said this forever, but everybody throws 90 and up everybody, and it's like, you know, there's another one, 90 years, you know, 92, 93. So uh, velocity is not what it once was, but uh, a lot of guys with good arms. So what's the separator, <laughs> Molly? Obviously, a separator from low 90s is somebody that throws 102. That, that's a step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, then, it, it's, and it's not, a, it's not a numerical deal. Okay. That's why spin rates become such okay. a big deal. Because the ball holds plane longer and it appears to kind of explode on you. You know, they used to talk about Nola Ron's rising fastball amongst other people. But, uh, but that's all spin rate. So now, 
you know, its differentiation of spin rate and where it's coming from? Does it kind of jump on you? And, and again, forgive me for not knowing all the new guys' names, but number 30, uh, the kind of stocky right-hander I saw him throw a little bit uh, on Sunday. Yeah, kind of, I keep describing him as a Bartolo Colon kind of looking guy, uh, but he's kind of a short-arm guy and it just... I mean, he's going to challenge you, come right at you, and, and it it just kind of jumps on you, you know. So uh, it's not necessarily a number. It's more like, you know, you would say, uh, yeah, this guy throws 88, but, man, it plays like 94. And that's just because maybe it stays behind him a little bit better or, you know, some, there's some deception there that, that makes it a little more difficult. I was going to say DiVincenzo. I think he was the old uh, basketball player, right? Uh, Di Lorenzo. Jackson Di Lorenzo. Di Lorenzo. And then you've got a Danny Beal guy who maybe isn't tipping the scales radar-wise, but is giving you different arm angles. So there's a lot. I, I was pretty fascinated talking to Wyatt, and you'll hear it tomorrow, but he said – if you're an Eric Ritchie, you're looking at the spin rates and you're doing all those things. He said he was looking at the, I think, vertical mm-hmm. rates uh, about with his sinker and how much is it dropping. That's right. Because he, do, I even asked him, has he messed around in a scrimmage or just playing and doctored the ball at all? And he said, for what I do, it really wouldn't help that much. Yeah, he's so, trying to throw ground balls. Yeah, he you know he he's going to pitch a soft contact, and he's you know he's that guy that should be able to get you a double play when you need it, and uh, so yeah, it's different things. It still is all affected by spin rate, uh, grips, and different things. But you know, there's not a magic number. I I would say that you know, like historically, it, it, at least in my experience, when when you when you get up above ninety five, it's a different deal, you know, but. There's plenty of guys that throw 92 that it feels like 95 or 6 because of, you know, how it gets out of their hand. All right, Molly, let me address this real quick. Um, In the chat, and boy, this is, now people are offering you money to do stuff. Okay. Which uh, could help me out, personally, if y'all want to throw Molly some money. Um, Molly says, or excuse me, Eric says, if Molly were given the option to have hair, but it could only have a Mark Davis haircut. Would you stay bald or take the hair? I, I mean, this is me. I know. First of all, Mark Davis haircut doesn't look like on, right on anybody. No, it doesn't. Certainly not Mully. No, it doesn't look right on Mark Davis. Question, <laughs> question two. Oh, Jamie says I'd give Mully twenty dollars to wear a Mark Davis wig next week. Now they are bumping it up, bumping it up. They're going to come together and give you a hundred bucks to wear a Mark Davis wig. Would you do it? I mean, for the show? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... For a segment. Yeah, I mean, I can probably work something out. Right. Okay, so they said they're going to buy the wig. Jamie, guys, if you send a wig, do you want the money to? Yeah, I mean, they they go hand in hand. Wig plus money. Is 100 good? Yeah, 100 is fine. 100 bucks and a wig. Mully will wear it for a segment. Boom. Done. Good deal. And then you can borrow Chandler's shirt, the Raiders shirt. Perfect. And uh, we'll knock it out. I'll even uh, look up some clips of Mark Davis and do my best impersonation of that. What a weird-looking guy. He is a strange... Is that just you got so much money you you really don't don't care care about anything? Or you just have so little to work with, you might as well go way out in left field. (laughs) All right, Jamie said he'll start looking for a wig. Sweet. Halloween Express. Uh, Greenville's premier Halloween Superstore. Halloween Express right next to Target and... uh, 
if you want to do some last minute last minute shopping get on over there. well or you could like i my wife is famous for going like right after christmas and buying ornaments for next year <laughs> get those so you, you could go get some yeah you can get ahead of the game for next year maybe some i mean face paint doesn't go bad does it i mean i think that'd be something that would keep and maybe a mark davis wig if they have some in stock and you know wacky sunglasses maybe a biff pokey top there you go yep. uh josh was asking this question this week and uh mully is a, a wise man we go to mully for a lot of wisdom uh but he says how old were mully's kids when they stopped trick-or-treating a couple years ago you know covid threw a kink in a lot uh, of yeah. a lot of stuff right for kids my that were my age my oldest one was out of it before covid but that kind of changed the game now it's you know even as you have young teenagers they would rather go to a friend's house or you know different things so uh yeah no and that's one of those very delicate things like you know your kids if they i mean it's kind of like you know when you get when you when you have the talk about santa you know what i mean that you gotta know your kid i mean but my my thing is if if my kids want to go trick-or-treating this year it's starting to get where i would think it'd be a little bit weird but at 14 years old you know it's maybe it's the last right you know (laughs) last year that, that it's all right i don't know Lily, Lily did a uh it was almost like an athlete i guess this was pre-covid but she uh we were trick-or-treating and stuff riding around going to family members houses and stuff let's see and, no i think that's a different deal and she said uh well we're not in a neighborhood we're in no but i'm saying so. like if you're going to family members i, I think you you're good no. i mean my boys go to my in-laws house and they trick-or-treat like in july they just go <laughs> and raid the candy dish and it's you know away they go but she said uh kind of at the end of the night and she was just like i think i've lost the halloween spirit yeah i'm done and uh, i was like man she's well you know the retirement it, well then it transitions into some other halloween spirit and then we see it manifest itself every year downtown greenville and up right another there layer. are stages yeah it's halloween. right and i and then there are a lot of people that are uh my age and older they still really really enjoy it and it look good for them man have a great time i mean i, I i'll be honest with you i could sit down and just people watch i, I and that I, I've always enjoyed that as a even as a you know a, a 18 19 year old I could go to sit at the mall in Charlotte and just watch people walk by because it's, it's kind of interesting Tyler said wait what about Santa talk about what what you want for the holidays yeah he's talking about when to get your list ready for Santa yeah I don't know if anybody's seen this but uh we got a a catalog from prime from Amazon physical? Prime, a physical catalog from Amazon wow, prime. throwback yeah I, I was like what a great marketing what a great idea i used to love you know east bay molly and oh yeah east bay through, and then uh, they did baseball east bay on baseball express and yeah no that was always what was deal. the thick one um mm, i don't know not yeah. like belk or something but like um jc penny or maybe you, something like yeah, that you're going like, you're going super old school if you're yeah going, yeah i'm going back man uh let's see mike p says molly a teenager shows up at your house without a costume are they getting candy tonight I, I will be happy to give them candy. I'll probably give them a little uh, maybe conversation about life lessons. We may go. We may we may offer. Wait, you get free life lessons. We, we may all, we may try try to offer a little wisdom, like, hey, you know what? The whole the whole deal with this thing is you, you're supposed to have a costume on. I could just see that, like a, a snot nosed brat teenager goes up to Molly's house and Molly, hey, bud, hey. You know, let's let's look at yourself in the mirror and I mean, I'll, think you about know, what I'll, you're doing. Yeah, I, but, or I, and now I, you know, may say something like, "Now, who are you getting this for?" And just the the implication, I think they understand that you know we got to do a little better than this. Coach them up, Molly. We got to do a little better than this. Uh, Mike P said, "J.C. Penny was the thick catalog." Okay, yeah, I used yeah, to love I those. 
but East Bay, man. Yeah, hey, I, I want in, everything. Anybody at your house started uh, dragging out Christmas decorations? We we <laughs> hey, we have a Christmas tree up, an artificial tree went up last night. <laughs> okay, and the mantle is already uh, adorned in like uh, the fake cranberry kind of garland looking wow. stuff. Wow, turn uh, the page. Yeah, we're we're. Uh, Matter of fact, I came into a little Harry Connick Jr. when my heart finds Christmas the other day. What? Yeah. Okay, man. That, I don't That's know. That's crazy. That no, my wife called me from Target or somewhere, Belk, somewhere. She's like, she's like Will Ferrell in Elf. <laughs> and she's like, they got the Christmas decoration. And now, when the first pump of pumpkin spice latte went circulating around, she was fired up about that, was too. That like July or something? Yeah. So she, she's ahead of the game. Stay ahead. So when you say up, you mean just the tree or are there lights on Bro, it? Bro, it's. It's like lights, ornaments, uh, rocking, ready to go. Yeah, man. Yep. Yep. Okay. Hey, well, I festive, tell you what, man. the weather uh, change too Perfect. probably helped her out. Like and, it, it's we're, cold. Mike. We're, we're going to eat uh, appropriately tonight. There was something uh, going in the crock pot. Okay. So that'll be perfect, and yeah. But no other decorations, just the tree. Well, the man. No, the mantle's the mantle's rocking. It's it's ready. like no wreaths on the house. No, nothing. No, that's well, this only, weekend. Molly's there's only one or two wreaths already hung in the house. Uh, yeah, I, look, Molly's man, got hey, the big inflatable snowman. Chan, it's real simple. If that's what she wants to do, and that makes her happy, dude. And I look, I'm all about it. It that's fine. You know, and that, that's, and I find my role diminishing greatly in the, in all of this with having teenage boys, even to the point of carving pumpkins. It used to be my deal was to make that initial, you know, the crown cut, mm-hmm. pull the top, and they gut it. Mm-hmm. All I had to do this year was buy them. Wow! Okay. I got them to the house. Boom. Molly, uh, Eric said, if you're, and he brings up a good point. Like the earlier you put it up the longer you have to wait until you got to get it all down again like if you do it too sure. late it's almost like you're putting it up then taking it right but back I, down but, but i will tell you which is this is kind of contrary to folks that decorate as early as she does it come like two days after christmas it's gone yeah so like she gets it up enjoys it really really enjoys it it's great house smells great we got all the christmas tree plug thing oh, it's great do y'all do like a do y'all have a flag in the front yard or anything oh like, multiple flags. like spring to oh, summer yeah, she'll, she'll, and, she'll, yeah, and, and she's yeah yeah so she's course. a very seasonal person yeah well, that's cool it sounds like she enjoys it and gets excited yeah so. and i'm all about it I mean, I mean as long as she's happy i'm happy there you go uh eric said that kid that goes to police tonight is gonna leave with more than he bargained for <laughs> well, and it'd be the <laughs> nicest way <laughs> that's that's awesome uh let's see uh jamie is looking for a wig doesn't see any red hair wigs in that style there's a brown hair woman's wig i mean we can cut it if we need to that's on you jamie hey, yeah, work this it is out. your project work it out uh mike p says no bs my wife has seven christmas trees she decorates every year there you go six fake and one real yep seven christmas trees when does that start going up, Mike P? Because that sounds like a lot of work. I'm going to bet you that some of those are just put in the attic, still decorated, They're all together. And, they, and you put a bag over them, and now yeah. they, you know, and then you bring them down, unbag them, dust everything off, and plug them up. I do like, uh, like you can get some Christmas music rolling. I oh, put well, a CD I, yeah. on. Oh, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. I became a huge fan of uh, Taylor Swift's Christmas Tree Farm last yep. year. Great tune. Can't wait. To, you get, but I'm going to wait. I ain't going to play it today. I gotta, we got to wait on that. It gets you in the spirit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of spirit, Mully's spirit and my spirit is dead when it comes to football. God, man. 
Molly sent me a text Sunday, said football's dead to me. I'll resend that to you today because Washington has traded off both Montez Sweat and Chase Young. I, and, and well, we traded off cornerback today. So, I mean, I, you know, it's, yeah, we're, we're just the uh, salvage art at this point. You know, when I tell you, man, watching it again, uh, you know, you know, I've always been a Clemson guy, too. I've always enjoyed Clemson football. Grew up going to Clemson games. And, man, that how, – how, I mean, how did that happen so quickly that Clemson became a 500 football team? And and then, you know, the guy that took the shot at, at Dabo – We played the, that earlier. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, that, that's interesting. And But, it's you know, again, this is the same dude that's that's done all that he's done while he's there, but has this thing passed him by and – you know, of course, everybody points at his resistance to the transfer portal and uh, to getting involved in NIL, which I don't know that uh, we'll see how long he stays that course. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just uh, again, it's it's been a tough season. And I heard you kind of going on about it maybe on Monday, yesterday's show. But you know what? I still look forward to Saturday coming and <laughs> and I'll look and see, you know, who's playing tonight. You know what? <coughs> what uh, Sunbelt game do we have tonight? And then who do we have? You know, go, I mean, and I'll I'll watch it. Matter of fact, it's like I was already thinking you know, it'll be a lot of fun. I'll uh, have whatever my, my, my we we fix for dinner, and I'll have the game on and passing out candy, and that'd be great. Well, uh, Molly, tonight you've got Northern Illinois versus at Central Michigan, Buffalo at Toledo. Toledo seven and one. The Rockets. so we have two games to choose from tonight. Like correct, Man, you can't beat that. And uh, World Series, if you're into it. Oh, you know what? And I have not been. I have not been. I, I watch game. I watch game one, the the five five game. It goes extras. Uh, I watched that game fairly intently, but it just could not, for me, compete with watching college football uh, and then, you know, NFL. So I I have been marginally interested. I've kept up with the scores to a point, but, you know, I saw Scherzer goes down again. I just hope – I hope that what we're not – what we're seeing is not the end of it, but, it, boy, it sure kind of looks that way. He's had a tough – you know, a tough year physically, and and even when he's been healthy, it's still not been great. So, uh, but I'm sure we'll see him back next year, and somebody will overpay him, and you know, away we go. Chandler, you're going to say, Coach Sean? I was just going to say that uh, the Commanders' new owner has been busy the past 12, 13 hours because not just Montez Sweat and Chase Young, but James Harden and PJ Tucker uh, were traded away from the 76ers. Ah, good eye. And I'm not talking at all about that because I don't care about James Harden. And why I don't would understand any, why would anybody put him on their team? How does he keep going? I heard somebody made a comment today. Well, you know, Harden he wants to go there, so he's gonna. They say that every time he goes somewhere else. I, I have zero interest in it. I don't care about it. Hornets lost again last night. They suck. All right, come on. They're done. Bouncing back on Wednesday. 79 games left, and Look. your season is over. Nah, they nah, nah, suck, nah. Chandler. Nope, nope. They on. had three home games to start the year. They're one and two hey, against crap teams. Let's get it started on the road at Houston on Wednesday. They stand Eight o'clock. Terrible. Back to, five, back, back to 500. Terrible franchise. By the way, Molly. Fired uh, Steve Clifford, hey, brought him right back. I, I know what you're going to say. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate it. I mean, I, you know what? And did you were you able to watch any of it? I know you had a fairly extensive travel day back. No, I, I wasn't able. I, when did when did you become aware? Because I really almost texted you, but I was like, I think he's had like a ten or twelve hour travel day back in airports, which I thought you might catch some of it in some airport bars. They do I have did, I mean, TVs. They and had such. the game day live or whatever. Right, but no, you mean nobody had the Panthers game tuned in? Like, watching Not in Texas. No. Well, you would think maybe Houston, like, they would actually oh, have I, that game. I looked it up, and people were complaining because they had the Cowboys. Uh, Something went wrong with the Cowboys and the Houston. Like, they had, both had them on Fox, and they ended up choosing uh, the Cowboys game. Good yeah. choice. So, Because um, it was still a terribly bad football game. 
But, no, it was awful. I mean, I, it's fine. Yeah, but it's, it's you know, it's a win. Yep. Off the schneid. I was going to say, Molly, when you were talking about our teams dying, it's funny because Chandler's team just got their first win, and yesterday he's all, look, we're like two games out of it. Like, like he's got new life, and we're burying our he team. He has no life. He, he there's no he life. life. There's, uh, no, there, I, look, there's a reason for optimism <laughs> but until Sunday. So, well, Sunday we play the Colts. I think that's that's a winnable game. Win that game. Then we go to Chicago. Next thing you know, we're three and six. Hey, look. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll wager my hundred that I'm going to get for wearing the wig <laughs> that you're not three and six. <laughs> Molly's about to rack up here on this appearance. I mean, I would even I would even quote. Is there three wins on the schedule? Yeah, yeah. the next two the next two yeah. games are winnable games. No, they're all winnable games. Like their division games are all winnable, actually. They'll win like I love that term, winnable games. They'll win uh, one was uh, at least De- one division. Was, game. was the Denver Kansas City was that a winnable game for Denver? Mm-hmm. In 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 hindsight, right? Yeah, yeah. they're all winnable. That's why you play. It. Ryan said that Nets game was tough. Was rough to watch that game. The entire the Hornets. I I, I told you, Chandler, they suck. But don't get excited. All right, final question. Tyler asking the best cheese to put on roasted broccoli. Cheddar. I don't know. What you got, Molly? Ro- well, I didn't. Uh, roasted broccoli? Yeah, that kind of threw me. But I-, I think if you've got the nerve to roast it, put whatever cheese on it you want to. John, name a cheese. Uh, To put on what now? All right, thank you. Todd said Sears Roebuck Christmas book. I think that's what I was thinking. That's a good. That is the, the Sears. yes. Now that boy and the Sears was color coded. Like if you want to look at tools, or if you want to look at clothes, or if you want to look at toys. I mean, it was I had it all. It was broken out. Yeah. Was, thank you, Todd. It's kind of the encyclopedia of uh, Christmas wishing. Molly, man, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, that was. Um, that's kind of that was an interesting segment. It was a segment. Yeah. We got a lot accomplished. It's in the can. Uh, Will Bailey is joining us next, ESPN Plus producer with ECU Athletics. So we will talk all things Pirate Athletics, and we'll say thank you to Will because every time I watch an ESPN Plus game that is away from home, it makes me realize how they awesome they do it. They do an they amazing do it job. People don't understand the the effort of the effort of love that's put into that. And we saw another example of it Saturday with that broadcast from San Antonio. So uh, we'll talk to Will when we return. Danny Beal expected to join us. Bryce Williams, a giveaway, a lot more to go. Back with you after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Sidebar and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. 
And did you know there's thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DIAL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie, uh, Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, here on a Halloween Tuesday. We got Sean Gruden videotaping me right now. We've got Will Bailey dressed up as a professional today. Will, uh, no no Halloween costume for you today? Uh, I almost wore the jersey of the best quarterback in the NFL, but I figured I'd get some crap for that one, so I, I held off. Yeah, you probably get crap for your quarterback power rankings. <laughs> if uh, Dak Prescott, I believe you're referring to, so you are a Mississippi State guy. Yes, sir. So then, you know, okay, I can, I can give you that. Um, Will is an ESPN Plus producer with ECU Athletics, and what a busy time it is. You were just let's talk about the weekend coming up. Uh, Will a lot of events going on on ESPN Plus uh, when it comes to East Carolina? Yes, sir. Uh, Friday night, we have volleyball, 6 o'clock Eastern on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, Saturday, we turn around, and that's a video board show for us. So a uh, truck will come in and broadcast that on ESPN or ESPN or two. I, see, I'll do the video board show. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'd rather you watch the game from the stadium on Saturday. Correct. And then uh, Monday night, we turn around and start our uh, men's basketball season. I am fired up for that. Uh, we'll be in Section 213, so looking forward to some pirate hoops. And uh, unfortunately, soccer season ending today for East Carolina with the conference tournament loss to Charlotte. Uh, lost 5 nothing on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Um, where are we yet with volleyball we're coming down the stretch there volleyball i believe still sitting first in the east uh last i saw they were a game and a half up on the east they dropped two really really close games this weekend uh they traveled out west played the other side of the bracket or conference um went five sets on both and i think even that fifth set went to extra points both times so that they they had a tough weekend didn't get the results that they would have preferred but, okay and they, they still do have another have month or so to play smu so, and yeah. then we will host charlotte the week before thanksgiving i believe yeah friday, friday the 17th the basketball tournament saturday the 18th that's right uh which that is that a espn plus all six games man all six games busy week <laughs> i love november man <laughs> <laughs> you are gonna be uh, rocking and rolling uh with all those games coming up so that'll be two a day what what days are those is it like uh, sunday monday so Tuesday? volleyball would be friday saturday and then men's basketball sunday monday tuesday wow uh the saturdays i think is three and six monday two or sunday is three six uh monday tuesday would be two and five i, I don't give me lines I, that that's weeks ahead i don't start scheduling until later <laughs> it Fair will be enough. on espn plus i you, guarantee it you're pre you'll be hungry on thanksgiving after working oh, yes. all those uh days oh, yes. and uh and then a football game coming up the weekend after thanksgiving the finale against tulsa so sure. you will be staying busy um will I, I, sometimes i turn into a negative guy i don't mean to do that <laughs> I don't mean to disparage others to prop up us. What I should say is uh, the ESPN Plus broadcasts for East Carolina are top-notch, 
feels like uh and he is you're watching linear television when you're watching espn plus and that is uh due to the uh the work that you and, and others do and uh what is a, a game day like an espn plus broadcast? And, and what are your duties during those espn plus games yeah so uh producer for each event or most events I, I like to try and train students and give them experience that i got as a student as well um, so I really just kind of handle the storyline of stuff. So uh, we come on the show at two minutes before tip every single game. So 8 o'clock is the game. We, uh, we would come on. The game starts at 8.02. We come on at 8. So in that two minutes, I have a chance to tell the viewers, why is this game important? Why should you sit and watch East Carolina basketball, soccer, baseball, all of the above? Uh, so... I, you know, is it players to watch? Is it, you know, soccer? A lot of the time we were talking about standings leading up to the final uh, weeks of the season. Same for volleyball, talking about standings a lot. Um, and then, you know, just I want to have graphics and video. You know, if you watch a game on ESPN, if they're not playing, they're telling you why this game matters. They're talking about the players that are good. They're talking about the coaches, their past, their history, um, what they're building towards, you know, any anything that's relevant to that game. Uh, I lean on our SIDs a lot to research and be prepared and have some way to illustrate that. Yeah, and a uh, guy that just left the studio, Mike Mullis, uh, did a few ESP and Plus baseball games for sure. East Carolina. And, uh, folks uh, really enjoyed Mully when he was on the call there. And, of course, you got uh, legendary Cy Seymour, got some uh, some good folks to work with on that side. And that's interesting that you – so you're responsible for, for all – that pregame stuff leading yeah, up to uh, the tip-off. I mean, a lot of times they might come in like, hey, I want to talk about this. Yeah, thing. yeah. And um, I'll say, okay, what's the best way I can support that? Is it is it a graphic? Is it a video? Um, or just, you know, if it's over game action, let them talk, let them tell their story. Um, you know, obviously we want to document the game first. That's always the first goal is like what's happening on the court. And then secondly is, you know, what what's the best way to kind of help them do their jobs? So as we got Shirley on the audio side, uh, Coach John Gruden today working the video side of things and, and throwing up our ads and graphics and things like that. How many uh, people are in the operation on a game, putting uh, keeping the score bug and then doing all that behind yeah, the scenes? Um, so we have... Uh, TD director, so he's going to be Mike Miles. He punches all the buttons. He calls the cameras. Uh, anytime you see a replay wipe, that's him. Uh, we have a freelancer. Kenton Ross typically is running audio for us. Uh, Kyle Gaskins is our re- lead replay operator. Uh, I'll produce, and then I'll also will be on the phone with somebody ESPN communicating commercials, counting us in and out of breaks. Uh, I guess you don't have to worry about that here. You just kind of do it when you want. <laughs> um, and then... We have a graphics operator, a scorebook operator, a second replay operator. Uh, anywhere from five, four, five man cameras every game. Uh, and then we also have video boards that we have to worry about. So, um, you know, ESPN is really nice. I would prefer everybody to go watch games in person. Sure. Um, if I were to pick, you know, I think that. But if you're not in town, if you're in Charlotte or Nashville or across the world and you have ESPN Plus, it's a great opportunity, great way to keep up with the Pirates. And every now and then, uh, Will will throw up on Twitter at uh, underscore William Bailey. He'll throw up a behind-the-scenes shot of all the monitors in front of him. You've got – this is an old one from soccer – uh, where you've got like all the cameras showing at one time and uh, pretty fascinating stuff, a little behind-the-scenes look at, at what they do with ESPN+. And John Gilbert, uh, we were talking 
was this before football i believe when some conference realignment talk was going on and gilbert talked about the great numbers that ecu has with espn plus compared to others i don't know if we've ever if we've got the actual numbers are you aware of of how many folks are watching gotten the numbers before i don't know them off the top of my head i honestly i don't get paid by the numbers i get paid by you know do a good job and make a product people want to watch um we're definitely top half uh i want to say we average anywhere between five to ten thousand and i'm sure it even gets above that once you get to like linear football games so um numbers for east carolina on espn channels are really really good uh yeah and uh we saw a uh saw a comment a moment ago from tyler that says i do appreciate everything he and his team do for bringing us top-notch streaming for ecu athletics and i remember man uh, this might have been when when did you get here will uh march 2021 so right or yeah right at that like covid season yeah everybody was playing all at once i got i showed up right in the middle of the madness from what I understand, the beginning of this thing, ECU was given money and and quite a bit of it, but the responsibilities were, uh, you know, were huge to put the the studio together, the, where you guys work, and and you hire the right people and the cameras and everything. So they kind of like dropped it on you and said, "All right, it's ECU now. It's your responsibility." And I and you weren't here at that beginning time, right? I was not. Uh, yeah. My boss, Greg Pierce, uh, oversaw that project. Uh, did a really great job building out a facility. Um, you know, coming from Mississippi State, you know, the gear is the same. So like, I was able to get a job here because I knew how to operate this high end gear that we had purchased. Um, so you know, the same gear we're using is the same stuff that industry wide most most places we'd be using yeah how i don't know how much are you changing how much are you growing can you grow it is it new equipment like what what yeah. can you do to make it even better at this uh, point? so soccer this last season um previously we had done you know we have our one man camera that's like physically manned and then we have ptz's um that are will follow other game action so the one main one will follow the wide action pan left right zoom in in and out as they need to and then the ptz's will shoot a little bit tighter um just for like replay angles or, or you know any type of you know if you want a head close shot of one of the head coaches or something like that um so since that we actually kind of figured out what's the best way to try and get more of those man cameras so um we actually put a camera on the back of the walk at softball um to give us kind of a slash angle you know a larger lens uh gives us another look there i think we implemented that within like my first season here we tried that out um this last season we tried to boost audio so give you some better sounds Mm -hmm. instead of just that one microphone from uh the middle of the stands we got some on the field that uh give you a little bit better sound of what's actually happening on the pitch there's a soccer word for you the pitch um and then also tried uh putting a camera on the goal this season um you know we do them on the baskets of basketball we put it on the net at volleyball i was like why don't we try and get it here so it's really just um maybe sometimes it's taking gear that we have already and what's a better way to utilize it maybe it's hey this piece like is costs x number and it's not too expensive let's see how it can improve our shows so um we also got a new wireless camera this year so it was for football but we don't play football and soccer at the same time so why don't we use it on our soccer game day so send a student to the opposite side of the field and um they would shoot you know coach reactions or player reactions um it gives you a different look at the game that you uh wouldn't be able to get from any of the gear we had otherwise 
uh yeah really cool stuff and always growing always trying to uh to improve tyler said did you didn't he fly a drone through the jungle uh so once again that our our creative department has a few drones and last baseball season i was testing some stuff out found some apps and some different gear um and found a way where i could get a live drone feed back to our control room and get it on air so um our creative department got a drone live and i was able to take it. it it was a little bit of a struggle figuring out making it work um drone life batteries aren't great um, but yes, that that was something we tested out last baseball season. Uh, speaking of baseball, I got a text that says umpire cam. Is that a wish, or do you have an umpire cam? You, uh, that that would be a wish from somebody. Oh, it okay. Sounds like. All right. Um, yeah, we need to get an ump cam. Uh, I would love to, you know, <laughs> get a wireless camera mounted to the umpire's mask. Um, that that one might be a little bit harder to make happen. How are the? Uh, do you ever do any? And I've seen this with practices and stuff. Can you do any mic'd up stuff and resurface that after a game? Like, yeah, um, that's something I've actually kind of thought about. So I guess if you were to do it, what what you're talking about, I'd probably just let our creative department handle that. Okay. You know, if you're going to do it right. after a game, yeah. um, there's a couple of different, you know, like a road mic. They can clip it on, and as long as it doesn't fall off and NCAA doesn't get mad about it, that's, <laughs> or, or the conference or sure. whoever, uh, there's always people probably getting mad. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure there's ways to do it like that. Um, you know, at a higher, if we were to do a higher level broadcast at my old job, uh, they'd have a secondary replay machine that had a camera that just followed the coach at all times and a wireless microphone. And then you would also have like five people making sure whatever that person says is clear for air. So, right. yeah. um, I, I, that's something that could definitely be implemented. Um, it would take away from what we currently do to try and implement that with our current setup though. Will Bailey uh, joining us. Speaking of ESPN Plus, uh, you can check out We the East. Uh, tell us about that and, and when folks can watch it. Yeah, so um, mentioned creative a little bit ago. Jared Osmick, Thomas Berkman um, have been doing that series for this is the sixth season. It had aired on YouTube previously. Um, and back this summer, uh, the conference reached out and they were asking for any extra kind of content we could provide for ESPN Plus. And um, immediately I was like, well, this is a show that we're already producing that's already being made. Um, is it something you would be interested in on ESPN Plus? So a lot of people might do like a, a coaches conference, press conference interview, stuff like that, or a radio TV show. Um, and they were like, yeah, that, that's a really well-made docu-series that we already had going. Um, you know, talk to ESPN. All right, well, you know, what are the requirements, standards, all of that good stuff, and work through that. And um, they continued producing that show at a really high level. And then uh, I get the fun job of basically just making sure it plays. So, all right. Um, Without I, you, it doesn't happen. It, it doesn't happen, uh, but I'm definitely not the most important part of that. <laughs> I mean, they, sure, means. they could find another uh, guy to hit play, but yeah, yeah. You but can, hey, somebody's got to do it. You I'm do glad it well. <laughs> Uh, Josh says, I helped put the fiber in from the football stadium over to the soccer baseball complex. Okay, yeah. Without you, Josh, none of this is happening. That is true. If I didn't have that fiber, uh, my job would be near impossible. I'd be using the Mevo cameras y'all have here. And make sure you're getting enough fiber in your diet as well. There you go. There you Uh, go. Good advice today. Not too much. Don't get stopped up. Uh, Will, anything else (laughs) uh, we need to know before you get out of here? Uh, Yeah, just like I said, watch us on ESPN Plus. Come to games 
lives in person. Um, as much as I enjoy people watching us on ESPN, uh, I'd much rather you come create a really fun environment in Minji's and Dowdy in Johnson Stadium and Max R. Joyner and in Clark LeClaire because uh, without those atmospheres, the games aren't nearly as fun to watch on TV. So. Uh-huh. And uh, next time Charlotte's here, I want a full Biff cam, if you could, just the entire game. Yeah, like just I said, we're on video do. board for that, so <laughs> I, we, we try and keep it ECU only on those. Nah, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> uh, Will, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks good for work. having me. Uh, Will Bailey joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout, come back, wrap up hour number two, get you ready for hour number three. Danny Beal, not here? All right. We'll see if he shows up. More to go. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat like the Sidebar and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by and try some of their amazing empanadas, famous red snapper, grouper bites, seafood paella, Cuban sandwiches, and more. Relax on the patio with a fresh mojito or cold beer while enjoying one of their out-of-this-world desserts like the rum pineapple cake. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Biff. Thank you, Shirley. Got Sean Gruden here. Got a guy. This can't be Danny Bill because we've never seen him this month or previous. There's a guy dressed up as Danny Bill. What a great it's Danny a pretty good Bill costume, costume, isn't it? Come on. It is. Yeah. You got the voice. It is DB. <laughs> East Carolina pitcher Danny Bill hanging out in the Pirate Radio studios with some very important information and uh, private information that we're going to make public here on Pirate Radio. We've got the rosters. We've got the draft results of the 2023 Purple Gold World Series teams, and we're going to give you that after this segment because we have to take another break. What's funny, Danny, is I talked to Jacob Jenkins Coward and Wyatt Lunsford Shankman at 2 o'clock today. We're going to air that tomorrow. And this is like Inception. It's pre-draft. We, <laughs> we talked. They don't have the rosters, and we're going to air that tomorrow. But we do have the rosters today. Can you dig it? What are you, Booker T? Yeah, I can dig it. Try to be. <laughs> uh, we've got a lot to talk about with Danny. Sure do. we got to talk about this awesome jersey I got. A little uh, pre-birthday little, gift little for pain, me. huh? So nice. I have a uh, Washington Commanders Deron Payne jersey. And I did request Payne because he signed a contract extension. Can you imagine if I – and I just received this jersey. Uh, go to the Buck on Sundays. They do a jersey giveaway every Sunday. We had uh, some of these in our treasure chest last year. They were awesome. Uh, but every Sunday, you can win an NFL jersey at the Buck for free. Um, I requested a Payne because he signed an extension. Just got it today. I requested this like before the football season almost early season can you imagine if i requested a sweat or young and got that today 
the day they were traded be a damn shame it would be a, a real a real shame <laughs> uh but i got my pain and i can't wait to slip it on so uh go see the folks at the buck every sunday and you can win an nfl jersey all right let's get our break in we'll come back we got db we got bryce williams we got a giveaway how long can you hang out all show baby all right Let's go back in the saddle. The boys are back in town. <laughs> That's good because in a few minutes I've got to change into my costume. So Danny, you may need to monitor some things here I can while do I'm. Whatever you want me to do, sure. Yep. All right. Hey, let's put him to work. He ain't been here in a month. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff, a lot of catching up. All right, Shirley's gonna put on her costume. Chon Gruden, Bryce Williams, DB, Biff Brock. We're back with you hour three after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional government and portfolio loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Hanging out with a good crew here today on Pirate Radio Live. We got Shirley Rhodes. We got Sean Gruden. We've got... DB, the return of Danny Beal and former ECU tight end, Bryce. One, two, three, four. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. Right. Cooper Greer featuring Cliff Rock and Chandler Honeycutt there. Uh, Bryce dressing as a hardworking man this Halloween. Yeah, that's what I am. Did you like just put some uh, makeup on your shirt and rip a hole in makeup, it to make it look yeah, like you? Yeah, tugged on the topak a little bit. I've rubbed this in the parking lot, rolled around <laughs> Let's a little get, bit. Rolled yeah. around. Messed with some paint. Looking good, looking good. Uh, Bryce joined us Saturday on the Celsius Watch Party and the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show and then had to go meet his uh, lovely wife. She yeah. was about ready to see old Bryce, so we had to give him up. Yeah. Uh, how'd you enjoy or not enjoy your Saturday of ECU football watching? I enjoyed the camaraderie we had in the studio. Yeah. I enjoyed the, was it the first quarter into the second quarter? Enjoyed that. More yards in the first quarter versus UTSA than the entire game against Charlotte. Yeah. Wow. That's a real stat, Danny Bill. That's a stat oh, to boy. <laughs> you consider that yeah. one, buddy. <laughs> Ponder that. That's, that's a LeBron stat right there. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, the camaraderie was good. Parts of the game were good, Bryce, but it's another East Carolina loss. By, it wasn't a tight one either. 
You know, no, it, it was. It looked closer than it was yeah. due to a late touchdown. Yeah. I mean, we saw progress, but yeah. at the end of the day, ECU scored one meaningful offensive touchdown in that game. Right. Yeah, they had two field goals. They had a defensive touchdown, and and one late. And really, it's the first day we can kind of get on the defense and saying, yeah. "Hey, you guys have been holding up your end of the bargain right. all year. What happened on Saturday?" Uh, they were exposed a bit with some big plays. Yeah, most definitely. If we could just get seem to, if we could seem to balance each one out, offense played like they did in the first half, and the defense played like they really played all year. Yeah, um, I think we'd we'd have something, even though we need to finish as an offense. I mean, yeah, the defense is doing well, but this doesn't mean the you know, the offense still needs to carry their weight more than two quarters or a quarter and a half. So. That got a little frustrating because it. Got, I mean, I, I we had some good energy in here. You know, me, you, and Jason. Like we yeah. were feeling good. I think Chon. No, Chon was there. Chon was um, uh, on TV. Yeah, he was on TV. I mean, that some got, good camera work by you, Chan. <laughs> it was Just screaming up, up the sideline. Oh my god, he got to get this video. It was so funny. Yeah, he was. Uh, he he got into the end zone. It was running my way, and I was just kind of sitting there like, man, that's awesome. I was like, oh, let me get my phone out. Because <laughs> hey, they moment. were going crazy. By the way, and I also got some video when Jalen Johnson got. <laughs> I also got some video when Jalen Johnson caught his touchdown, and Raquan Boyette was going. Oh man, insane Mr. energy! Like, yeah, oh, the energy level was high. Did you Good. put that video out? I sent it. I sent it to. Glenn, okay, man. all right, you did. Okay, okay. we uh, we talked yesterday about uh, that was yesterday, right? No, it was yesterday. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay, uh, Robert says, "Tell Danny he's my favorite all-time pitcher. He rocks." shout out to you thank you i do you appreciate really believe that. him thank though? you i feel like if All-time anybody pitching. was sitting here right now like if trey savage was here he'd be like tell trey's my favorite yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> we just inducted a couple weeks ago we just inducted seth manis into yeah. the hall of fame is that not his um, but you know what, Robert? Why should I doubt you? Maybe Danny Beal is your all-time favorite. Me and Big Bob are boys, apparently. Now yeah. I will say this: uh, I love when Danny's around. Danny, you are uh, Cliff Godwin talks about energy vampires, energy givers, those things. You brighten up the room. You put smiles on faces. You're a guy that people want to be around. I'm a guys guy. See, you are a guys guy. Yeah, I mean, literally. I was trying to spurt that in, literally to say how good it feels to have DB in here. Not even See, knowing you're I missed you that. guys so yeah. much. Awesome. Oh, man. So it feels good to have old DB back here. It does. So rocking the mustache, too. Yep. And know. Danny really Ain't is a diva because I, I this time I invited you. Like, I've been doing text threads with your teammates for... And keeping me out of them, might I add. You're... <laughs> no, no. You're no. an intern. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, you can just come in when you can. I didn't know I had to invite you. But now I do. Now I know. I would... Uh, yeah, okay. Because yeah. I, now we're one for one on me inviting you and you showing up. I'm going to show up every time. Yeah. <laughs> every <laughs> single every time. time. Uh, Danny will be showing up this Saturday to the Purple Gold World Series. And folks... Do we have the results? Sure do. Uh-oh. Danny, big question and and something that is kind of sensitive. You you really wanted to be a captain this year. I did. I was you, excited, but I did. And were you granted that captaincy? I was. I asked I came into the office of Coach Godwin and I said, Hey, you picked the you picked the captains for Purple Gold yet? And he said, No, I haven't. And I was like, All right, that's fine. Like I'm not I'm not gonna be like I wanna be a captain, but he was like, Do you wanna be a captain? I was like, sure couple days go by don't think anything of it and we were going over the rules so the rule there's a big rule stipulation that has gotten a lot of flack in the past and it's 
if you win game one and game two, a certain team wins game one and game two, for example, three to two and four to three, if the game on Sunday is won by the other team by the more than the amount of runs that the teams that won game and two won, so say, for example, they won by three runs, the team that won on Sunday wins the series. In soccer, they call that aggregate, I believe, the aggregate score. Sure. And I was asking him this weekend, because this past weekend we did the same kind of thing, just not with the whole big purple-gold hype around it. It was All the relievers were live. It was supposed to be treated like a real weekend series. And I was asking him, I was like, hey, are we doing that this weekend, or is that just next weekend? And he said, no, but not this weekend, but if you're going to do it next week, you better know the rules. And I was like, okay. So he texted um, me, Riley Johnson, Justin Wilcox, and Jaden Winter today and was like, hey, you guys are the captains. So it's me and Riley Johnson are the captains of our team. So Riley will be coaching third. I'll be the pitching coach, make all the pitching changes. And then Jaden Winter and J-Dub will be um, captains of the other team. So we just Are you a player coach? I will be playing, yes. Okay. So I don't know how that's going to work because this is the first time I think we've had a player that is a manager and playing. So I don't know if I'm going to be like, I'm kind of pitching like crap. I need to pull myself out and just walk off the mound. I don't know how that's going to work. I think it'd be awesome if you just threw all seven or all nine. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if that's the case, it means we're rolling. So yeah, that's, that's, that's good for team. I mean, part. nobody can take you out. Riley can go do a mound visit, but you'd be like, no. <laughs> uh, all right. So Danny, did you do the, because we learned, uh, again, this is Inception. I haven't aired this video yet. Wyatt and Jacob... No, no, no. Wyatt and Jake Hunter were captains for the scrimmage. This past weekend. This past weekend. Yeah, they were captains. They picked teams just to kind of make it more competitive to see if we can get some fire lit them, some of the freshmen's butts. But, uh, yeah, they were captains last weekend. And they did it, they said, behind the scenes, not in front of everybody. Yeah, they just picked teams in Coach Godwin's office. Now, you, as a captain for this, had to pick in front of everybody? Yeah, so we... It was kind of That's a, pressure right there, Brian. Right. Going we, back to the playground. We had a meeting uh, earlier today, and we had... It was just the captains. We were just kind of going over the rules and everything, and um, J-Dub and Jaden had first pick, and they had to pick a player and a reliever because I was playing, so they get two picks before we even get a pick. But we're wearing... Me and Riley are wearing purple, and we have home field advantage because we had a better cumulative GPA. Jaden Jadub. So we're, we'll be the home team Friday and Sunday. They'll be the home team Saturday. Nerd alert. Um, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> They'll be. So they got first pick and they picked a reliever as well. Um, but that was the only time we did anything in private. It was all first pick, reliever, and then just going to the rules. And then we did everything else in front of everybody the whole staff, the managers, the players, everybody. It was really mm. cool. Friendships lost, friendships gained. Yeah, a lot of booze. I don't know where. I don't know what Shirley is for Halloween, but it is taking her a long time to get on her costume. So I can't wait to see it. I asked her when I came in, and she was like, "I can't tell you." And I was like, "That makes me nervous." Yeah. Okay. So she came in with a brush, and I said, "You have a brush for this costume?" Like a hairbrush? Yes. Uh huh. And hmm. she did say that there is a wig involved. Wow. Okay. Uh, so right. don't know what we got going on here. Uh, Robert says, where in the flip am I supposed to park for the baseball game with the football game going on? Danny? There is an all-time favorite pitcher. You could walk. Get some exercise. Get your steps from where? From Pirate Radio. Park at Pirate Radio. (laughs) If you live in Winterville, get an Uber. I don't know. Yeah. Robert, I'm trying to help you out. You should come to both. You should come to both. Rob, you're a smart man. You can figure it out. What time's the... the, uh, World Series? 3.45 for sure is Friday. 
11.30, I believe, is Saturday because Saturday also we are getting our rings at the end of the first quarter, I believe, mm. from last oh, season. Oh, you'll be on the field. So we'll have the ring ceremony for all of us. Um, I can't wait to hear the ovation for Danny Beal. Will they do individuals? Yeah. Well, I don't think they'll stop for ovations, but I think they'll just list the names <laughs> off, and you can get a quick little clap in it. We need an applause break for Dan <laughs> yeah. when he's announced. And then Sunday, we'll have it, I think, around the same time. Sunday's also my birthday, and Monday is also yeah. Carter, Carter Cunningham's birthday. Man. So, hey, guess what, Big, week, big weekend for the Pirates. Tomorrow, my birthday. Are you serious? Oh, no November way. First of the month, baby. Dang, uh, we should have a group party. I was thinking the same thing because Kevin Young's mm-hmm. kid's birthday, Cy, his birthday's, I think, <coughs> within, within this weekend, too. So it could be a clip. Cy Young's Carter Cunningham and Danny Beal joint birthday party. I didn't put Cy that together Young. that his name was wow. Cy Young. That's pretty cool. Isn't that it? is really yeah. cool. I thought he was named after Cy Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> I want to name my kid after Cy Seymour. <laughs> All right. Um, <coughs> you want to get in? Like, sure. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I like my team. Now it's going to be a battle because there's it's there, we just have a lot of good players on this roster. Oh, Chandler's laughing. Oh no. Oh well, we'll have to do the costume reveal in a moment. Bryce, do you remember your purple gold games? Did y'all do a draft, or did the coaches just tell you? We just yeah, it was offense, defense. That was it. Kind of boring. Yeah, just offense, defense, and first team, second team, third team. Yeah. All right nothing fun nothing fun all right danny uh talk about the strategy so how much input did you and i'm sure you and riley tried to go 50 50 but yeah we, we he kind of had a lot of say over the position players we obviously talked a lot about it but i was kind of trying to influence him with the way we went with the pitchers but i don't remember specifically the order we went with a lot of picks i know we picked carter cunningham first they picked jacob starling um so the way it is is each position player is matched up with another player so for example we picked carter they automatically get Cam Clunch. Okay, so it's position-based. They okay. pick Jacob Starling. We automatically get two freshmen, Isaac Armstrong and Nick Parham. So it's just kind of it makes Tip it four. easier to kind of get through the draft faster. Well, well, so you want to just go over your roster then? Sure, we can do that. Okay. I, I don't have the specific order we went in, but I do have all the Have players. you built a, ba- a batting order yet? I attempted to, but it's not, I'm, I'm leaving all of that up to Riley. He can position them, uh, okay. but I, this is just my – Rough draft, I guess. All right, well, let's go around the horn. Uh, who you got at uh, start at first base? First base, Carter Cunningham. Carter Cunningham, your prize pick. Yeah, you'll be counting on he, him. He, he's the one. He's, right. he's he's my de facto like not captain, captain. If that makes sense. Second base, you're going to have some youngsters there. Isaac Armstrong and Nick Parm are going to switch off every inning. There's they're actually good ball players. They're really good athletes, and I'm excited to have them on the team. We have Shaq Brainy at okay. shortstop. Old vet, love that. Mm-hmm. Colby Wallace, who has been a stud freshman this fall so far, is playing third base. Okay, really, really, really good guy. Does that mean um, the other team got Dixon in that one, or where is Dixon? Short, sure. Dixon, Dixon was pa- paired up with Shaq. Yep, interesting. Very, very interesting. A little juicy nugget for you. And then we'll have Luke Nowak. Who's the, the other third baseman? May I ask? Chaz Myers, okay. transfer from Pacific. So he a couple of newcomers. Really good ball player. My roommate, very, very good ball player. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Luke Noakin left. He was paired up with JC, so they got JC. Mm. Uh, we have a freshman, Keenan Bowman, in center, and then another freshman, Jason Janesco, who can really swing it in right field. So And their center fielder is? Who? Bristol Carter. Okay. All so, right. in my opinion, we have the edge pitching. They have the slight edge hitting. Mm-hmm. But I really I really like my lineup. It's a good it's a good group of guys. I think Who's in right? To, Jason Janesco. Okay. All right. Yep. So, we have Noak, Carter Cunningham, Nate Chrisman will be our DH. Of Shaq at short, Kobe Wallace at third, Jason Janesco in right, Walker Barron behind the plate. 
freshman from mm. Georgia. Wait, so they get McChrystal because Jadam's not playing this weekend. Oh, okay. Jadam's we'll just, Jadam's just coaching. Yep. Okay. And then we'll have Walker behind the plate, Keenan Bowman in center, Isaac and Nick Parham playing uh, second base. So. All right. You want to talk about some arms? Oh, you're excited. I about sure this. do. Okay. <laughs> we got Ethan. Well, Morby. first of all, we got Danny Beal. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we, yeah. we have me on. <laughs> right. So we're, yeah, it's already the edge. Uh, Ethan Norby is going to be my Friday night starter. Mm. Very excited. Is about he that. ready for that he's, opportunity? I, I I walked in the locker room. He's about to hop in the shower. I said, "Hey, I did, I picked you for a reason, pal. All right, so <laughs> screw me up." <laughs> then we got Trey Savage going Saturday, which I am. I mean, wow. that's a that's a heck of a one-two punch. I tell you what. Yeah. Then we have Drew Bryan, the uh, transfer from U Chicago, going on Sunday. Now, can I ask why why uh, you Savage Saturday? Uh, I think just because I think it's an uh, Coach Knight thing. I think he okay. just, uh, uh, yeah, he set it up to where. Root and Trey will be throwing on Saturday. Ooh, um, so that'll yeah, that, be that'll good be a for really, the fans. Really good matchup. I think it'll be a bigger crowd. So and kind of cool to say, hey, Norby, game one. Yeah, You're figure the, it out. Go hey, get it. Yeah, exactly. It'll Who's be, their game one? Chris Kaler, kid from George Washington. He pitched against okay. us last year. He's, oh yeah, he's, I remember that name. Yeah, my roommate as well. He's a good pitcher too. Um, and then we got me, Parker Thomas. We have with young bullpen. Me, Parker Thomas, JD Little, Jay Connor. Charlie Hodges and Chandler Williford. Chandler is a transfer from Campbell, who's a good little side armor that we can have in the back end. Um, but yeah, that's the squad. I'm 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 happy about it. We are going to have to pitch really well because this lineup <laughs> can swing it. Yeah. But um, on the mound, I think we're really really good. So I'm excited. Going to be a fun weekend, and I like the mix, man. A lot of established names uh, that you mentioned there on both teams, and a lot of guys that I am not familiar with at all. So that makes it interesting. Yeah, it's newcomers. It's going to be really fun. I'm excited. This uh, this team that we're going to be up against, a lot of names are going to be recognizable, but we'll, we'll handle them pretty well. I'm not sure of it. All right, Sean, can you take us to break? No, but she can. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Who? Oh, How? Boy. Oh, boy. I don't even... So... What am I looking at here? Well, you've watched Stranger Things, haven't you? Oh, no yeah. way. Oh, my gosh. I am Can I show le- the audience? Sure. All right. <laughs> you are 11? I am 11 in disguise. In season four, she wore a blonde wig to keep uh. from being found. So if you look at her, Charlie, that's there. awesome. <laughs> and if anybody knows the story, my godson, who is now 11, has been picking my Halloween costume every year since he was about three years old. Oh wow! And uh, this is what he picked out. So, uh, which, believe me when I say I am thrilled, because every year he kept going to the French maid outfit, and I kept putting the kibosh on that. So, uh, so I was like, dude, we need to talk about choices. So uh, you, I need uh, choices. You got that wig at Halloween Express. I got the entire costume at Halloween Express. So is that actually a eleven costume? Yes. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, the how only, did you get it to match? So, oh well, the only difference is yeah. is the wig. It didn't come with a wig, and Lisa Cartwright was uh, fantastic. She helped me find a wig that was fairly close to the one in the picture that you're looking at, Clip. Yeah. And uh, you got the so, socks. Yep, I got okay. them on. Got it all. All right, good stuff. Wow. I, I don't have the white shoes. I couldn't find any of those, so I had Fair to enough. kind of compromise on that. But everything else, yep. Let's take a break. Uh, when we return, Halloween edition, uh, Halloween, Halloween edition of Pirate Radio Live. Bryce, it kind of turned into the NIL call-in show the other night. Um, yeah. Mike Houston was asked about the NIL today. Really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, he can't say too much on it, but 
uh, got some good answers from him on NIL, on practice facility, NIL versus practice facility. Uh, we'll have that coming up when we return Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Rolling Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Hi, welcome back to the show. We've got 11 roads in disguise. We've got Coach Chon Gruden. Coach, how you doing over there? And checked in in a while. Checking my emails, man. <laughs> you got to get off those emails. I've got, let's see, a thousand nine hundred and seventy-two to go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am Biff Brock. Um, myself and Coach Chan put in very minimum effort to our costumes, so good to have Shirley, uh, who put in some effort. Also, uh, got a text from Jenny. I think her and Joe are going to show our costume. Uh, they're going to show their costumes off. I like theirs. Uh, I already know what they're doing. Uh, no spoilies. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it, but it is Spoiled. very cute. Fun fact, I, I don't know why Jenny just reminded me this has nothing to do with Halloween. You know, I'm neighbors with Cooper Greer. <laughs> I had no clue. He like, was filming a music video out in his backyard the other day. I was like, I was in the room when you sang at Pirate Radio this summer. And I was like, I had, I went over, I was like, what's up? Like, <laughs> like, he lives in the, well, um, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. In the he, grid. Yeah, yeah. What's your address? What street? What's my social security number? That's probably a better question. So he lives off the grid? No, 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 no. He lives, no, not down there, the other way. Uh, we can worry about this off there. But yeah, that's you. a cool neighbor to have. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool that's guy. like Celebrity Row right there, man. Oh, dang. DB, Cooper Greer. Um, Jamie said, sorry, I missed it. Who did DB said? Who did DB say was playing third base? We have Colby Wallace, Team Dan, Team Perp, Team Johnson. They have Chaz Wallace. I'm not even going to say their name. It's, it's like it's like the week that Michigan plays Ohio State. They yeah. don't say the M. It's like no J or W. What or color are you? Okay, so we don't say that G, color. The G word. Yeah. G word. 10-4. No way. Josh asking, is Joe dressing up as Toe Mater? That'd be a great costume. That would. To, thanks to uh, the Pirate Towing, uh, Chan Chan. Pirate Towing. Chan Chan Chan. Chan Chan. All right, uh, Bryce. Yes, sir. How was your fifth quarter experience? I got to say, man, we're, we're going through the stages of grief with ECU football. The anger is kind of over. Yeah, it was kind of a depressing fifth quarter. It was a lot yeah. of like Kyle that calls in didn't even get revved up. He kept his yeah. voice low and level. 
Yeah, they were just kind of chilling. I was hoping for some crazy people getting yeah. wild. But I mean, that was still a good experience. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, we should have stayed a little longer, but you know, wife call starts calling you. She's hungry and she's waiting out there to go eat over there mm. while I'm in here. <laughs> you know, you gotta, yeah, gotta go. You gotta go. But no, it was a good time. Yeah, I still enjoyed it. Got a lot of calls about NIL, things like that. Didn't get many calls on plays that happened in the game. It was more about big picture stuff. And uh, Mike Houston was asked today, uh, cut 6-11. That's confusing. Cut 6-11. Do you think this season will open fans' eyes to the importance of NIL, building that NIL pot up and things like that? Uh, Cut 6 well, I think that uh, you know the landscape of college football has changed drastically in the last two years. Uh, we talked about it, uh, you know, this time last year, uh, and you know I, I, I beat that drum pretty loudly uh, at the end of the year last year and all through the winter. Um, you know, the thing is, you, you do have a lot of teams in this league that uh, have invested heavily, uh, and I, when I say teams, I mean really. Uh, the people surrounding those teams have invested heavily in name and image likeness. Um, you know, we're thankful for the name and image likeness endorsements that our, our, our student athletes do enjoy here uh, at East Carolina University. Very thankful for Team Boneyard and what they've been able to do. Um, and I would just encourage um, everyone to take a, a good look at, uh, you know, where things, you know, where support is needed for those student athletes and to continue to invest in the program. Uh, obviously, it makes a huge difference. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, you can probably you know, get some guys to do some research just on, you know, the different investment levels of uh, different programs throughout our conference and throughout, uh, you know, our division uh, and, uh, and see where everything stacks up. All right. There it is. Uh, it's, it is part of it now. And it's not an excuse to lose i don't think to app state and marshall and charlotte and rice there are other issues abound but it is a reason maybe that we don't have nashad strother and avery jones on the offensive line i think that's fair to say yeah. so uh bryce this is something that was not in your world when you played football here right uh but now it is very important to kids coming in because and it's it's not if, if there's adults paying this money then kids are going to want it like it's right if it's out there if it's available you're going to want it and you're going to go to the highest bidder basically and that's sad and but that's the way it is right now so ecu got to do all they can to try to keep up yeah most definitely um i was kind of going back thinking well if i was in their shoes now and i guess it goes back to who's ever paying the highest bidder does that mean they're going to get the best opportunity um to play you know obviously my main goal was to play football not you know get paid but obviously if you can do both i mean why not but well like um, strother's case i don't know if it's an injury thing or if he's behind but he hasn't played a lot this year right and he's making a lot mm. of money more yeah. i guess than he would make here so yeah yeah i guess it's what do you prioritize more right. as a high school senior football player you know do you want to play um or do you just want to sit back and i guess make money and not really do anything which me right now i would think well i would think if i you know it's on scholarship i'm playing actually doing something for myself I'm yeah putting out tape for, yeah putting out tape but because i guarantee you, i doubt a nfl team is gonna say dang he made a hundred thousand a year but he was second string third string we never saw him we play. never saw him <laughs> play so i mean yeah 
the priority there seems a little backwards um, to me. So best of luck to him, whoever chooses to go to the highest bidder at the time, I guess. Danny, how about, you know, it feels like baseball is different than football and even basketball maybe, but there's still NIL opportunities, obviously, and things like that. But, like, is it – do you – such a weird topic do you discuss it with your teammates or is it does it come up and in conversation not necessarily i mean we'll have guys that can come through with like opportunities like ryan's got his whole like koozies and sweatshirts that he wears so we can obviously visibly see like oh he's got that deal or trey's got some stuff obviously the awesome parker bird shirt he's the part parker bird's awesome (laughs) um and there's and there's guys other guys that i haven't mentioned but it's just one of those things that we kind of try to just keep out because it do we don't want to let kind of erode the culture not like get jealousy involved and all that other stuff so it's just not worth to think about because at the end of the day like we're all competing for the same job all competing for the same goal so we try not to think about that stuff if you're fortunate enough to, to get an opportunity nobody's gonna be like don't take it because we don't want you to mm-hmm. like everybody's like at the same at the end of the day if you were in his shoes you do the same thing exactly which that's interesting here guys you're obviously the first uh, current college athlete that i've been around to be in the whole atmosphere of nil deal um Atmosphere, you know, this guy's getting paid the, or paid. I don't know how it works, paid sponsorships, but it's nice to see because I first me looking from the outside in, you look, well, dang, you know, so and so is getting yeah a hundred thousand dollars, but he's not. I feel like he's not doing as much as I'm doing or being the performer as bad, you know, as I am. And uh, I would see the whole jealousy thing coming about, but that's good to hear that y'all still are the same you know y'all a team y'all have the same goal you know to succeed and win championships and so on and so forth so it is neat to i think here that y'all have the right mindset as a team with that stuff i think that probably starts at the top too cliff's probably careful about who he brings in the attitudes he brings in for sure you got a ton of team guys on that baseball right so he's mentioned in the past he just doesn't really like the landscape of it all it's just not something that we're worried about if you want to come play at east carolina and win you're going to come to east carolina and play right. we don't need to pay you to do it right. so it's just yeah, one of those things definitely. where you know it's part of the culture it's part of our core values i guess and and if you get it awesome if you don't Sorry. who cares you're still gonna win here so yeah you know yeah. what i mean danny bill bryce williams here inside the pirate radio studio surely can we give something away on this halloween tuesday we'll open up the halloween express live line one more time here in october we're gonna give it away i bet Janie hadn't even heard this i was like the last there ain't nothing in this area worth fighting over oh sorry do we have to wait or i don't know the rules yeah because you had to hit this part just give it away all right, what are we giving away? Gift card to AJ McMurphy's. That can be yours. Would love to see you on Wednesday night if you got the time. DB. Don't entice Please, me. Please, I miss you, DB. Sports don't trivia don't at AJ's. Me. Wednesday uh, nights, 8 o'clock. Trivia. Come on out. Uh, you can be a winner if you're caller number five. Caller five, three one seven twelve fifty. Look how much uh, my stack has grown, too. I was noticing that. My goodness. I'm going to get rid of it uh, after the football season. So we still got a few months to go, or a few weeks to go. God, I'm glad we don't have a few months to go with this football season. <laughs> oh, boy. 317-1250, we're back after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit, love your transformation. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered every Sunday kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TV so you don't miss a game. The mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live Halloween edition. <laughs> right there with you. Bryson DB. Just little athletes talk going on to my left. Shoey. Uh Oh, we got a streak that ended. The uh, the Broncos losing streak to the Chiefs ended on Sunday. They had lost 16 straight games to Kansas City who before two, winning hey, Sunday. Who are the two quarterbacks that played last for both teams when the Broncos last won? It's a little sports trivia. Okay. Anybody? Anybody? Uh, so 16, we're going to say like eight years. So we're going around the 2015-ish. So like, was Alex Smith there? That is one. All right. Alex Smith. John. Dang. Hey, wake get up. Get your head in the game, coach. Hey, coach. Who was the Broncos quarterback the last time they beat the Chiefs before Sunday? Uh, was oh. it Peyton Manning? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. Peyton we, and Alex. Good work. Wow. I had that. I was going to go. Oh, yeah, she did say. <laughs> Thank I you, heard 11. Her say Manning. <laughs> <laughs> 11 knows her football. All right. Um, but Steve Hill says, my monthly booty bag streak has ended. He did not win today. Okay. That's it for October. Maybe November will be a better year, a uh, better month for you, Steve. Good luck to you, sir. Um, all right, we talked NIL a moment ago. Brian Bailey asked Mike Houston today the importance of NIL versus practice facility because there are needs. There are a lot of things you need, but there are a priority list for those needs. And uh, he asked about those two topics to Coach Houston. 11, this is cut seven. Well, I mean, I think um – Number one, that's probably more of an administration question than uh, a head football coach question. But, uh, you know, when you're sitting in my seat, uh, you know, you need, you need both. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, every coach knows you're only as good as your players. And so everything we do is, is player-centered. Uh, you know, when I first got the job, um, you know, I, take, I took a look at everything that touched the players' lives uh, on a daily basis. Uh, you know, nutrition. Uh, and development was way down. And so we have pushed to invest heavily uh, in you know, training table, uh, a full-time nutritionist, her staff, fueling stations in, in the ward and in the weight room. Uh, and we've been able to establish that. And we can see the difference that it made uh, since 2019 uh, in our roster, uh, in their development physically. Uh, so everything for me centers around how can we uh, support the student athletes, and so when asked that question, I would say everything starts with name and image likeness. There you go. the uh, The game has changed. Priorities have changed. Hmm. So, I mean, we're still waiting on practice facility and 
more nil money here at east carolina and it stinks price to be going through this year and and having people say hey we need some money right help us out like uh, yeah. but it's it's kind of it's the it, sickening it, reality oh of it. for sure i mean yeah. if everybody stops giving then that is you know fans to give up and pirate club dwindles then i mean that's just the fall of a dang program and we won't really have anything we won't have anything that would just be a big <laughs> not a, statue, a, a graveyard a graveyard <laughs> yeah yeah ship graveyard just a big piece of artwork yeah just for birds to nest in <laughs> <laughs> that is the that is the bad uh the worst case scenario right folks. i don't we're, we're not there. there you were not there we're yet. okay i think definitely um because i've you know, seen the you know the weight room and the training table and the facilities we have in ward is i mean goodness gracious if i i felt pretty good about what i you know was able to do with what we had when i played and all we had was a trunk you know that had cliff bars trail mix and stuff like that and chocolate milk and some gatorade protein shakes i mean these guys definitely have a very nice setup now in the you know from the rehab uh you know the training room to now the uh fuel station you know the players lounge i mean my goodness it would have been a different story you know yeah and you guys had talent but you also had offensive innovation i mean you had you were you were doing things to to get the defense on their on their heels. Yeah, and we're not seeing that definitely. a lot of Saturdays. And we also talked about this too. You guys had talent, but again, how many stars did you have, Bryce? Uh, did you have any stars? I had zero stars. Zero stars. Zero stars. Zero offers. How many? How many did Justin Hardy have? I think zero. Isn't that weird? Zay Jones. Zero. Z- Zay. I don't even. A know. Couple maybe, stars. Maybe a one or two. Yeah. Uh, Shane Carden. Uh, was he zero ish? Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, like I said, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't, you know, you don't have to be a scholarship player to make plays. I can tell you that or perform. It's Walt 2. Um, I think Walt 2 is a huge thing. Um, it definitely wasn't given to any of those players you just named. So I would, I don't think we're at that point. I hope not. Um, you know, the word I kind of used. Um, saturday and then just till db was you know prima donna i hopefully we don't have those but i'm just sort of going off of performance and just kind of the vibe of what's happening right now you know so hopefully we don't have that but the whole being entitled and think i'm you know i'm playing i'm doing all i can um but you're not doing that extra stuff and things like that 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 won't get you far if you uh, coach k actually used to tell us if you know, coaches don't want to do players of what you're just, what, how they were. Pretty much, if you only do what you're asked, you know, okay, man, you gave me these two and a half hours of practice, let's go, and you don't do, take your own personal initiative, mm-hmm. you know, to do the little 10 minutes, you know, whatever, jugs machine, routes with the quarterback, throwing out, telling DB, and I probably mentioned this before, I mean, we, Literally every day after practice, we were doing something. Maybe a Thursday. It was, all right, end of the week. We've had a good, sharp practice. You know, let's wrap it up, chill. Yeah. But, you know, Tuesday, Wednesdays, you know, we're staying after. Right. Know, working our craft. O-line member doing the same. Zeke and the, you know, defense was doing just something extra. Right. I don't know if we're doing that. I'm not there. Right. To see, I'd hope so. But sometimes performance, you're either, maybe it's the talent. I don't know. But yeah, we are. I mean, the numbers don't lie. Yeah, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Numbers don't. The uh, coach used to say that. Name yeah. Russell McNeil. Yeah, uh, I mentioned already a moment ago. How about this? I saw this on this weekend, Bryce. 
1,000 uh, yards this year in the CFL Man. at age 31, still getting it done. Jeez. 85 catches, uh, over 1,000 yards, three touchdowns for Justin Hardy this year in his CFL season. So. Thank the you. old man still getting it done. Do you think he's using product in that beard? Ah, he definitely. He's got to have some grades. He definitely. He combs it. There's definitely some kind of oil he uses. Yeah, he's had that beard for a long time. Yeah, looks good on. Him. Man, I didn't know he was born in Washington D.C. I didn't either. I thought he was Dagum Vanceburian. I guess he got uh, there pretty early on in his life. Yeah, uh, because he was a West Craven Eagle. I want to say. Yeah, uh, Reagan's finest. Uh, Siobhan Revel playing well this year. He's the man, dude. I tell you what, I talked to him, obviously, at the preseason media stuff, and I've talked to him a few times, seen him around, texted with him a little bit, and he's he's a good ball player, dude. I'm glad he's here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's a pirate because he's he was underlooked, I would say, in high school. Obviously, his size has always been tremendous, but in high school, he wasn't getting the looks he wanted and went to another school and ended up here, and he's, he's shown what he's worth. Well, yeah. Bryce, I, I think you might have left the other night. We got into a conversation about JUCOs, and like if, if you're East Carolina and you can't battle the big boys for NIL and the way it's going, maybe – Maybe go a different route outside the box. Maybe yeah. maybe look at those junior college guys. And I said, well, who's our best defensive player right now? And they said, Siobhan Revel came from a JUCO. Wow. Like, yeah. So maybe you you got to turn over every stone uh, for sure. East Carolina yeah, right my, now. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, let's get our last break in. Uh, we'll get DB's final thoughts on the Purple Blank World Series Sorry. coming up this weekend. Purple old. We're pulling for purple <laughs> all the way. Wait, where's wide? What team's wide on? Bad guys. Dang. Jake's on the good guys, though. JC's a bad guy. JC is a bad guy. Jake Hunter's a good guy. Jake Hunter's a good guy. Dixon's a bad guy. <laughs> Who else we got? I like that we're calling him that now. Uh, is Parker participating? Parker is doing the quab chart for both, so he's he'll, be a, he'll be a good guy. What is quab? Quab, Quality Bryce. You got to get a quab. Quality at bat. Cliff There's, Godwin cares more about Chinese. a quab I don't know what a, than a batting average. Quality at bat. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of requirements that go into a quad, but quabs quab wins. Yeah, quabs win. You get a quad. Get on win. base, RBIs. Well, seeing a number of pitches, right? I don't know. I don't know. There's, oh, a, yeah, bunch, there's a, a bunch of stipulations that go into it. Quab. Is there a quap? Like a quality pitch or quality? Sure. Okay. I think we just came up with something new. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Wrap it up. Oh, we got to We'll do a mini outdoors, and we got to get your prediction. Oh, ECU Tulane. Dang right. We got a lot to do and not a lot of time to do it. Well, Bryce picked the Pirates to win for the 408th <laughs> straight time. We'll find out after this. <laughs> You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, It was a good day for the stock market. Uh, The Dow was up 123 points and closed at 33,052. The NASDAQ was up 61 at 12,851. The S&P was up 26 points and finished the day at 4,193. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Stock Market Report for a personal look into uh, investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors 
at 756-6900. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right. Here with player, manager, team owner of, of Purple this weekend for the Purple Blank. We're in big company. World Series. We are. Danny Beal is here. DB, what time are the games coming up Friday, Saturday, Sunday? 345 Friday first pitch, 1130 Saturday first pitch, and then a 1215 Sunday first pitch. Bryce, Pirate Radio Outdoors update. You put a bow in anything yet? Not a bow. We've had to rifle in. We went Saturday. Kind of feel good on that. Saw a little buck, some does. Hopefully going to jump out there tomorrow morning. Weather's looking good. Wind's right. Temp's right. Dropping. Hum now. Rut's coming. We're going to try and hum now. Pirate twin. Hum now. Oh, and Or then- do they? So, <laughs> nah, I mean, hey, it's a new week. You don't know what can happen. Oh, my God. Coach Winter's Williams, mindset. is that you? Is he? Is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? Is he going to say it? Maybe. Is he going to say it? I'm not giving up. There, you know, new week. Pirates, I believe, can win. So, I'm pulling for the Pirates. The score's going to be the hard part. <laughs> so, I know the spread, but you know, you know, I, you know I'm going off the spread. Because you don't know. Defense can kick it back. We can have this offense we had first quarter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pirates, come on now. Make something happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. What, 24 to 21. Mm-hmm. Pirates win. Pirates, Pirates win. win. Pirates win. Paint it purple. 11. Enjoy your Halloween evening. <laughs> John, can we get one more update from you? Coach, uh, thank you for hanging out with us today. No problem, man. And, uh, well... I, look, I gotta go. I gotta finish these emails. I know, I know. <laughs> DB, good to see you, buddy. Thanks, good to be DB. back in the saddle. Missed you guys. That smile is contagious. It feels so right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Bryce, uh, thank you for hanging out Saturday and today. We'll talk right. to you next week, of course, man. Of course, yes, sir. All right. We'll see you fine people coming up Wednesday, three o'clock, for an all new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.